0: All right, buddy, I'm, I'm ready when you are.
1: Let's, fuck in, let's <laughs> fucking do it, dude.
0: We'll get this show on the road. Uh, friends, welcome back, everybody. It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a, a while since i could mm, talk to my friend Robert and record it uh yeah i'm sorry everybody we took a week off uh last week we were gonna record on wednesday i saw avatar in 3d and came home with a brain splitting headache i thought i was gonna start bleeding out of my ears my head hurts so bad (laughs) and after that i bleeding
1: out of your eyeballs
0: i felt bad like i never want to cancel but i was like i cannot i can't put two words together like, lights hurt me right now. I just couldn't do it. So, now was we had to cancel because of James Cameron, really. Is, I was going to say, is it
1: James Cameron's fault? Or is it the advent of uh, 3D technology? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to go back in time and, who, like, kick the guy in the balls who invented 3D glasses. Like, the second he makes the first 3D glasses with, like, the cute red and blue film, just kick him right in the nuts. Be like, stop it.
1: Movies belong in, in 2D. It changed my mind.
0: Dude, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a bad experience. I think it's just it might be me like back in the day when I saw fucking um, what was that movie? Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Demp was that Tim Burton that was in 3D that was in like 2009 2010 where 3D was like a hot new thing again and I got a fucking headache. I just took the glasses off halfway through and I watched the movie in this weird blurry split image format which was also yeah. not great
1: yeah um, the the old school like red and blue glasses 3d was definitely subpar compared to nowadays 3d do you remember your first 3d movie do you remember what it was
0: i think my first 3d experience was disney world's 3d muppet show oof which is pretty bitchin you're giving okay. me an oof no way I gave, a, I gave that an oof out of 10 <laughs>
1: i don't know i don't i don't get the i'm just i don't know i don't get the the muppets
0: (laughs) dude who doesn't love muppets man you you can't not love me come on pay attention (laughs) dude they're They're, lovable they got life lessons uh uh, the little shrimp guy's really horny like (laughs) there's a muppet for everyone that's the brilliance of it what are they like the seven dwarves you got horny you got goofy you got silly Dude, isn't there, Lady Gaga did a show with the Muppets a couple years ago, and I think the shrimp was, like, really hot for her, and he had her, like, cracking I mean, it's up. Lady
1: Gaga. Did yeah, you, well, he, he plays, like,
0: him? the passionate, like, uh, Spanish gentleman, the little shrimp guy. Mm. What's his name? Right. Antonio Banderas? Yeah, he plays Antonio Banderas. So, right. you know, horny, Rizzo, Gonzo, smoochums, dude. Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem, come on, dude! They got their own band, brother. I hate the name Doctor Teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Mister Teeth or Doctor Teeth? I don't know if he can if he finished med school. Did he finish med school? I'm looking it up right now. Did he successfully defend his Doctor Motherfucking Teeth, MD? Damn, Damn, dude, dude, Doctor Teeth, the gynecologist. (laughs) You think because of the name, he's a a dentist working with teeth? not at all nah he himself Agile has bitchin teeth and one dude gold tooth that just brings the swag he wears a top hat 24 7 369 a re- and he's ready to throw down good good for him good for dr teeth proud of him he seems to be the Hating only man name. in the muppets uh universe who could wrangle animal can control them. Get them on the drums and get them to like, play a whole set for an hour, you know? <laughs> no, I've been able to do that before.
1: When you said wrangle wrangle animal, I was like thinking of like, like this, the Steve Irwin capacity, but <laughs> I eventually understood you meant the Muppet animal.
0: Dr. Teeth spent a lot of time in South America wrestling uh, green anaconda. <laughs> 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 fighting Panthers. He was the only uh, man who could do it.
1: There's a really cool uh, anecdote that, I don't know, just talking about Steve Irwin reminded me. Um, Apparently, Steve Irwin was a a really big MMA fan. Okay. And uh, back when The Ultimate Fighter was on TV, like the reality show for UFC fighters, Mm -hmm. uh, there was a a fighter on there who was, uh, like, he would help, like, coach at, you know, like an MMA gym back in Australia. And he knew Steve Irwin and... Uh, like Steve Irwin would go and like train, because like he just he loved MMA, so like he was always there, just like you know watching and like training a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, it came to a point where he was actively, really, really, really pushing for like a professional MMA fight that he wanted to do. Whoa! Okay. And he almost did it, but it was his his like publicist or like his PR team was like like talked him out of it. I guess kind of told him it wasn't a good idea mm-hmm. for his image to be associated with like cage fighting, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um but he really wanted to and he was a really big fan of it and uh the fighter his name was kyle Noak, and he was saying that he had rolled with steve rowan like frequently and it was the general Roll, consensus wait, rolled
0: as in like jujitsu or rolled like yeah. you and molly oh, okay
1: <laughs> I, I hope both
0: that would be so cool
1: <laughs> um was, they would do you know like they would wrestle they did jujitsu like you know just all of the the mixed martial arts disciplines and he was saying that the consensus was you don't let Steve Irwin get full guard on you or like a full mount on you. Cause like if he gets on top of you and he grabs you, like you don't, it's like you can't do anything anymore because like his career is getting on top of crocodiles and like bear hugging him to like, you know, get them like pin them down. And so that skill transferred over very well to wrestling and jujitsu, obviously. And they were saying, like, they like his go to was like he would go for a full mount and just like dominate you from there. And everyone's game plan, whenever they wrestled or did jiu jitsu with him, was do not let him on top of you or else the fight is over. Like, there is nothing to be done at that point anymore. Like, if he just gets on top, like you tap because he just grabs you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he just holds your mouth shut the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm your fucking, I'm your daddy, bitch. And he just gets on top and just, it's over. It just smothers you. So I always thought that was really cool. We're like, it makes he gets, sense. He right? gets on
0: top of you and just like starts explaining to the audience, like your <laughs> physiology and your habitat yeah. and like what you like, you know, what like, you like your, your, your MMA record. Yeah. We've got a male here. Crikey, <laughs> what a dude. Be really nice. Yeah. Look at the definition on his arms. Dude, rest in peace. What a guy. I had never knew
1: that. What a lad. Yeah, it was really fucking cool. And it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But like, it's just really cool hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a guy who wrestles alligators and crocodiles for a living is like, he's going to be a menace when he's on top of you.
0: Yeah. Turns out humans are actually not not as bad to wrestle. Not as bad. <laughs>
1: Far less teeth. Death rolls aren't as effective. Mm hmm. Dude, the full <laughs>
0: Steve Irwin full guard. You're so fucked.
1: You're, you're, you're It's over. I remember, like it's fucking it- GGs.
0: Um, do you remember the, uh, the fighter Khabib and his last name was like Nurmagomedov, whatever Khabib fought, uh, Conor McGregor twice. Mm -hmm. And I think he was like 25 or 26 and O in the UFC for a bit. Um, but he was like a very well decorated, esteemed wrestler. There's videos of him as a child wrestling bear cubs and whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I forget which Siberian country he's from. But dude. I
1: want to say Russia,
0: but I don't think it's Russia. Specifically. No, I think yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like Russia adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a video of him at like, I don't know, between the ages of like eight and 11, just like wrestling a bear cub and actually doing pretty good. Like, like a sizeable oh, no, bear Russian. cub. OK.
1: He's from the motherland. Dude, that's what yeah, you got. Some, some of the, some, some like, you know, deep backwood, like Russians are are pretty... Pretty crazy.
0: Pretty scary. Yeah, if you've ever been on yeah. YouTube, you see some crazy shit. Yeah,
1: they're pretty tough. They'll uh, they'll fuck shit up. Hmm. I ever- really wanted to get this the this in before we we get away from the 3D movie stuff, just because okay. I think it's funny. My first 3D experience was a uh, Spy Kids 3D. Oh, I mean that that's a good one, right? It was a good one. I remember being good, I
0: think, but that was like red and blue,
1: plastic glasses
0: era. 3D movies. That's when, I mean, 3D was in the name, and that was before like 3D came back with Avatar in 2009. Like, that yeah. was when stuff was actually like popping out of the screen, right? And like coming at you. Yeah, like, it became more about like depth than it did. Like, it's going to
1: make no sense, but like back then it was just more, it was more like 3D, but like, it wasn't as like they didn't capitalize so much on like the depth of like the image. Mm hmm. So I feel like nowadays, like good 3D movies take advantage of like, you know, stuff extending like out of the screen almost or like just kind of giving giving more depth like inward toward the screen. You know, versus just kind of like, oh, like it looks like it's popping out a little bit like it was back in the day. And like, obviously, you know, like 3D movies are going to like that technology is going to and the approach using it is going to differ quite a bit like over the years. But it definitely seems like it's more like subdued now like it's just it's more to give like the overall watch experience like a little more like depth and it's not just like a
0: flat image yeah yeah exactly like nothing really popped out on the screen for me there wasn't like stuff yeah. floating around you know when you go to see like a 3d movie like especially nowadays you're kind of hoping to experience like some tony stark holograms like floating around yeah. the room <laughs> like uh, you're you're looking for that 4d experience but it's just i do that remember sorry I saw the first Captain America in
1: 3D. Oof, because I think it was the only like option available at the time. Like, me, like I want to that. It was an oof. I will say the 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 beginning and end of
0: Captain America is great,
1: but the whole middle of the movie, ugh,
0: ugh, not so Ye- much. Yeah, that was not my favorite. I think I was falling asleep in that one too. Absolutely, yeah. it's just the the problem is like because that is the history of
1: the Captain America character like Captain America as a superhero he was created with the sole purpose of selling war bonds back during the war hmm and so like Captain America is a mascot for the sale of war bonds that people could buy to help finance the war yeah and so like that's why he was created and so the whole like you know dancing around with with his uh I forgot what they're called like the rockets like it's not the rockets but whatever the, yeah. the girls are called like that whole like the showbiz like eh, the man, uh, yeah. yeah, and like that was like that's literally that is the history of Captain America, and it's like I get it, I appreciate that, great, but like watching it, like I understand they had to do that, but like damn, sitting through that shit was fucking. It was. Best. It
0: was rough, man. It was very rough. Not yeah. my
1: favorite. I was li- I was like starting to like nod off a little bit, so like all right, like I get it. I think it's because it was so like prolonged. Because it was like they did like several different shows or like several different performances of like them in different countries, like yeah, whatever, too, like different it was, states. It
0: was, it was too long. It was just yeah, too like, long. Oh
1: God, like shit, I get it. <laughs> it's like that was rough. But I, I remember there was a scene. I think towards the toward the end, like the big like final fight when they're like storming Red Skull's like Nazi compound or whatever <laughs> in the mountains. There was a scene where where Cap like throws his shield, and it's like. The shot was, like, in front of him, so it looks like he was throwing, like, the shield like, into the camera, like, yeah. towards the the audience, and the 3D made me jump. I was like, oh! <laughs> like, really, like, caught me real quick. Oh, that's good. Cool. Cool. Like, it actually did a good job of, like, it actually, like, felt like it was coming out of the screen. And, like, I caught my head, like, bobbing real quick. I was like, oh! like trying to, like, dodge it. <laughs> that's cool. That made like, it all oh, worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was kind of cool. Like, it actually got me. I
0: was like, all right, cool. I, I appreciate that. Kind of worth it. That was in the age when, like, everything was 3d like avatar brought it back in 2009 and then all of a sudden every single movie was available in 3d whether or not it was yeah. like it intended Good for 3D, it, or right yeah. yeah like didn't they re-release was it the phantom menace in 3d star wars the phantom menace i remember i saw that my buddy matt and i we did a the worst double feature of all time it was ghost rider spirit of vengeance <laughs> oh, with fucking nicholas cage Uh, We were, like, the only people in the theater. Um, And we we did that, and then we were like, all right, we're going to go see Phantom Medicine 3D. Like, how how much worse could it be? Like, this has to be a step up. (laughs) And it was, like, barely, it was, like, not a step up at all. It was, like, a lateral move until, like, Darth Maul shows up and John Williams sets uh, an orchestra on fire with the Duel of Fates. (laughs) And that's already, like, two hours into that movie. So that was pretty that was a pretty rough double feature but we
1: did it this this uh that reminded me my uh my, my brother sent a meme in our uh our group chat today uh and he goes fuck let me find it real quick It goes uh he goes are you telling me And he goes there, there's no way that whole oh yeah ain't no fucking way that whole siberian orchestra is trans It reminded me of that uh, that one where it's like you're telling me a
0: Sistine built this chapel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so so good, dude. So I saw fucking stupid. Uh, there's one I had uh Jumpy's brother cracking up about the other day, where uh, it was it's Orson Welles and he's sitting at a table with what looks like a bowl of fried rice, uh, and he's like, "Are you expecting me to accept as God's truth that the shrimp?" Oh, of the sea <laughs> took walk in hand and fried the rice fried this rice are you tell me a shrimp fried this rice <laughs> yeah <laughs> so dumb but i love it it's, it's so good i hate that shit dude but real quick before we move on from fucking 3d avatar the way of water look i i wasn't i wasn't crazy about blue people going into the movie think. look i like i like avatar like i like the world i don't know i think i'm i'm bought in for blue people i don't think the movie was that spectacular well the well, first I, one wasn't i see i like the first one i don't know well, I, I like the first like, the, one more let me say that
1: well the first one is uh it's like from a from like a movie technology standpoint like the amount of like vfx that they were able to like accomplish and like the like the advancements they made just in like vfx like tech was like great that's that's not to be understated like they did a great job with that like the movie looks incredible the vfx you know award-winning rightfully so but like the storyline is is basically just pocahontas all over again and the world yeah sure the world's cool you know they introduce you to these this alien race yeah they're cool they're fine i
0: guess you know no no real complaints they're blue they're really big that's the coolest part about them is that each one's like 10 feet tall like,
1: yeah but like that's really about it and like there's, there's no uses. there's no like there's no cultural impact well, for um, a movie that made three billion dollars nobody can name a character other than jake Soly.
0: i you know but it's a fun movie
1: sure I I just hate how successful it was. Maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Like it's such a mid movie that made 3 billion dollars. I think it was less then,
0: less about the movie and more about hey, we're bringing back 3D. You got to go see this movie in 3D. Like my my grandparents saw it in 3D. They they go to the movies once a decade I don't even think I saw, saw it avatar in, 3D. in 3D. My parents Which saw it in 3D. Thing. I
1: don't so, know. I just like I hate uh, look, how much success it's gotten.
0: Yeah, I don't think this <laughs> this one's as good as uh, as the first. And also, like, very little happens un- until the end. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just I thought it, I thought it was I, I enjoyed it for sure. But I wasn't like blown away.
1: Yeah, like they're like, they're not bad movies. Like, I wouldn't sit here and, and champion that it's they're just not good movies. Like, I'm not saying that. But just like to have the critical success, both monetarily and like review wise, it's just like, really,
0: this is your movie. This is it. This is a movie y'all are paying to quote the great Peter Peter Griffin in regards to The Godfather. The Avatar kind of insists upon itself. Like it's being marketed as if it's this revolutionary film that you have to see. Yeah, I mean, like,
1: props to James Cameron for, for peddling this fucking shit.
0: Because, like, like, it is a good job. You have to see this. You have to go in theaters. It's the second coming of Cinema Christ. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was good. Like, I, I enjoyed it. It definitely, oh, my God, definitely did not need to be three hours long. It was a quick three hours. <laughs> Excuse me. Quick I, three hours. I think he
1: also, he also said that uh, the next one... It was like the, the third movie mm-hmm. is like it's already it's currently cut to like nine hours right now. What? So it's like, I don't know if like that's something you want to be like publicly bragging about.
0: Well, no, I mean, no, they can't because no, like, nobody's going to watch that.
1: Well, no, I don't think it's going to be like a like a release. Somebody's like, going to
0: watch it. I shouldn't say nobody's going to watch nine hours. Yeah,
1: you edited it down to nine hours as like a cut as like a, a rough cut pass. So, like, you're gonna have to cut seven hours of content, six hours of content out of that, and still come out with like a cohesive sequel. I don't know. I also know nothing about movie making, so that could be totally normal, but.
0: They got a lot of footage. Just seems like a lot. Apparently, uh, so this Avatar budget was about quarter billion, and the next one as well, quarter billion. So, they already made their money back. Good for them. They could sit in a. 1.2 1.2 billion dollars earned so far.
1: What's crazy about uh was it Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Mm-hmm. They were saying that like they basically spent the the same amount as the, the budget for the movie they spent that on marketing. Yeah. And so they're basically saying that Wakanda Forever had to make a billion dollars just to break
0: even. Holy crap, did it? Yeah. I think so. I hope so. Dude, that's not hard to do when tickets are seventeen dollars. That's also true.
1: They made no eight hundred and twenty-three million. That's a bummer, actually.
0: Wait, what? See now, because I'm now I'm seeing that. Avatar: The Way of Water costs four hundred and sixty million, making it the most expensive movie in Hollywood history. Well, I know they filmed stuff for the next ones million before more than hundred million dollars. So it cost them half a billion dollars to make this movie, bro. It's the most predictable. Movie I've ever seen. Yeah, maybe they
1: shot both back to
0: back, like Infinity War Endgame style. Maybe because yeah, this is
1: also telling me two hundred fifty million.
0: Yeah, so I'm on I'm on Dextro.com. I don't know how reliable a source this is, but I'll, I'll cite my sources here. Um, <laughs> Mr. Dextro. I'll say this here. Here's a little salt speech for you. This is the most predictable movie of all time. You can watch the opening scene and you know everything that's gonna happen every choice every character is going to make i feel like that's more or less
1: the same with uh the first one i think the only thing that like i probably wouldn't have guessed is uh jake becoming a uh blue man group member (laughs) like transferring his consciousness i see you but that was about it but yeah other than that, yeah it's basically just pocahontas
0: yep i don't know I i like the blue people they're cool i mean blue people fine the dragons they ride. Okay. Humanity yeah, is shit. Cool. And that's, you got the movie. Yeah.
2: I, I almost,
3: almost. Oh, go
0: ahead. I, I was just going to say towards the ending <laughs> when blue people start popping off and they start making choices and uh, fighting. They start, that they start girl bossing. The, yeah, they start girl, girl bossing hard. That scene was dope. That's where I was like, all right, this is, this is what I've been sitting here for. I love that for them.
1: I, I was mere minutes away from going to go see the menu in uh, theaters. The Monday, it was the twenty sixth, the Monday after Christmas, because mm-hmm. I had that Monday off. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the movies. You know, get me a fucking hot pretzel with some some queso and, and yeah. mustard. Oh yeah, some beer. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was already out of theaters. It's like, well, really fuck me i guess yeah they still had wakanda forever in theaters when i was there it's still in theaters out, right now movie came out months ago <laughs> well yeah but i mean that makes it's you know
1: it's a marvel movie they'll stay they'll stay in for a while i guess so hey good but yeah i was like i was bummed and then like oh never mind let's we'll do it for movie night
0: <laughs> i'm so accustomed to like uh movies that are in theaters for like a month and then on disney plus like two weeks later yeah. You know what oh, I mean?
1: speaking of which, uh, Wakanda Forever comes out February,
3: February, something. I wouldn't mind watching February it again. Third.
0: Is that what I remember hearing? Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, let me see.
0: I'm kind of first. I don't know, man. I I think I'm kind of burnt out on superheroes. Like I, I do want to see Ant Man, just because they're gonna they've got Kang played yeah, by. I never Genesis thought I'd, I'd see the day. I like that actor, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, he's going to he's going to do a good job. Yeah. Do you see how fucking yoked he got for that role? Yeah, dude, we talked about this. Was it the first podcast? Probably dude. that. And and he's in (laughs) Creed three,
2: right? I think he plays the
0: antagonist in Creed three.
1: I would not want to box him. Let me just get that out of the way. No.
0: No, dude, I was actually I was in a movie theater yesterday. Uh, working on a show called The Other Two on HBO, which is about like, um, it's like this Justin Bieber character, and he's got like two less successful older siblings. They're the other two. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for a couple seasons. Pretty good. Fun to, uh, work on. But yeah, it looks like Jonathan Majors is, uh, who Creed has to fight in the next movie. He's fucking massive, dude. Hell but they yeah. had this giant poster of, uh, Michael B. Jordan in the theater yesterday. I was like, man, I never want to fuck with
1: you, <laughs> dude. He's yeah, he's fucking tough as shit. Looking. He's big,
0: yeah. Dude, I also saw. It a- was also sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say what's also
1: cool is um I remember when we were talking about Black Panther. One of the things I was <clears throat> that I was like mentioning that I I thought I had picked up on was uh Shuri's um spoiler alert, by the way. Uh, Shuri's Black Panther suit had a lot of like gold or like that like yellow and in, built into her suit. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it was Ryan Coogler or like somebody else um that worked on the movie confirmed that that was like intentional. So like that was like she, her suit had the like the Killmonger like yellow like gold in it because of like the influence that he had on her. Cause like that was who she saw instead of their ancestors. Yeah. And so like it just it was to, to kind of like reflect that because she saw him and not her ancestors like that was a driving force of her um, like her her intentions and her motive behind picking up the mantle was for vengeance for Gotham mm. and so they confirm that, that that was intentional it's like oh hell yeah that's cool look at me picking up fucking clues and shit look
0: at you paying attention look at me dude putting the pieces together you wise ass bitch. Who would have thought? Not me. Dude, I also um I saw the poster for Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves with Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez. I, I got What are no... the chances it sucks? <laughs> 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 coin toss. I'm saying coin toss. That I, I feel still... like that's generous. Dude, I got no skin in the game with D. I don't even know if D&D fans are going to be. Is it just going to be a lot of fan service Easter eggs for D&D fans? Probably. I'm I'm wondering how much they're going to
1: benefit from the fact that like D&D isn't like. Like there's no real narrative behind the D&D property, as far as I'm aware. Like the narrative is
0: like created by each individual person. Mm -hmm. Like you create your own stories, but there's some consistency. You know, the groundwork's laid out with there's a lot of, you know, characters, demons, monsters, places, races, right?
1: Yeah. But like. Is there like story lore behind a lot of it? Like, is there enough established lore for them to have the option to fucking shit all over and like
0: ruin? Pro see what I'm what I'm worried about, I mean, there's probably a, a lot of lore that could ruin. What I'm worried about is it's just gonna be Hollywooded out, there's gonna be a crazy MacGuffin, and it's gonna be a kid's movie. You know? I mean it, it's already gonna be a kid's movie. Is I it? guess I guess if it's brain off, I don't know, man. It, does, it the way it's marketed, it looks really silly. At least in the
1: That's That should not be the let me see what the it's, theme right they're in. Going it's probably right PG thirteen. Like, give me Demogorgons that are fucking ripping heads off.
0: Honor Among
3: Thieves. You imagine we'll we get a, uh, an Eddie Munson cameo. <laughs>
0: that would be dope. Be fucking tight. I'm, I'm watching the trailer right now. I'm also curious. Is this going to be like a, a big fourth wall break? Maybe at the end of the movie where it's actual people who have been sitting. It's going to be D the actual.
1: D. It's going to be the actual actors like Chris Pine and them like playing.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Wait. How cool would it be if it cuts to like the critical role table and like they're all playing with like Matt Mercer and yeah, and Ashley Johnson. Chris I feel Pine. like yeah, they
0: gotta make they gotta Dude, make some tight. reference
1: to that, right? Yeah. If there, if there's not a critical role cameo in any capacity, that movie was made for fucking nobody.
0: <laughs> that movie was made simply to fucking cash a check, like straight up. Dude, I'm watching the trailer right now. It looks like it's gonna be fucking great in 3D. <laughs> Just based on yeah, special effects, I can imagine that being
1: something that they would want to, you know, put the time in to make it 3D worthy. Because <laughs> that could be something like you know, that gives you the, the the freedom to kind of take advantage of of 3D. You get these big like fantasy worlds, the fucking like trees and fucking monsters, swords and shit, flipping you know? and. Yeah, and Debris flying around, fireballs and lightning bolts
0: and mm-hmm, dragons and fucking yeah. People reading books, dragons, Vecna, fucking Vecna's in the house.
1: Ninety nine percent of my D anD knowledge literally comes from
0: <laughs> Stranger, Stranger Things. things.
1: Right? Yeah, like I know Vecna,
0: I know fucking Demogorgon, I know fucking the the mimic chest, the treasure yeah. chest that's a mouthful of knives. What about yeah, what is it? One? Goop block. Yeah, this trailer's got a bunch of that stuff in there. Block of goop. What? It, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about, right? Flubber with uh, Robin Williams? No.
3: <laughs> mm, no, I don't know. I'm sorry. Dude, <laughs> no. The <Dungeons>
0: <laughs> Gelatinous cube. Thank you, dndbeyond.com. Gelatinous cube. It's a cube of goop that holds somebody and pretty much suffocates them. But it's like a big mm. ass. It's a big ass cube looks like it's made of uh, simple syrup and there's usually like a skeleton floating in it. That sounds cube.
1: delicious, right? It sounds like an easy like Halloween
0: snack. Just dive right in and start chugging.
1: Yeah. Like you know um you know like the little like candy like the candy bones. Yeah. It's like that like chalky <laughs> sweet candy but like on Halloween like it's they're meant to look a little skeleton bones. I do like candy bones. Yeah. Make, get like a get like a uh, like a jello mold. Put some candy bones in there. Boom. Gelatinous cube.
0: It's actually a great ED fucking idea. Halloween Party Snack. Oh, I love that. You're welcome, kids. I'm going to steal that idea. Yeah, dude, Halloween's going to be lit next year. Gorgeous, dude, I'm still dude. so
1: jealous of that Harry Potter party that you went to. Wasn't
0: that epic? Yeah. Oh, my God. My friends uh, Will and Maggie did Diagon's Alley, and they got those. I've seen these on Instagram as like a a, a targeted ad. They're like the, the billowy clouds with mm-hmm. led light strips throughout so you could do like a lightning effect yeah and they had yeah, that yeah. coming out of the tv and they oh they did so, so much cool. stuff yeah it, it was a cool party and then they had all and the you harry win potter before movies before you had ever seen the harry potter movie i i mean i had seen two of them you know 20 years ago 20 years ago yeah <laughs> but i bought dude i played along man i had shirt tie i bought a cloak and i i blended right in had a great time. They also had the beer pong good. table, but they had um was a butter beer quidditch the butter pong. Oh, I think the, they might have had some butter beer at the party. It should have been butter beer pong, but nobody asked me. <laughs> Dude, they set up the the quidditch uh goals in the middle of the the pong table, so you oh, had to like, yeah. throw your ball throw it through it over it or through it. Yeah, if you wanted to. Ugh, I'm so jealous. It sounds like so much it. fun. It was a good time. I picked up a stick while I was outside walking up to the apartment. That was my wand. <laughs> Harry Potter, the boy who lived, come to die. Dude, Ralph Fiennes, man, he's He's, becoming one of my favorite actors. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's sick. He was great in the menu. Yeah, I mean, he crushes like everything he does.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: He's fucking great in the the King's Man. Oh, I love that
0: movie. He did so good. He he's just he's got like a subtlety. He I feel like he doesn't overact it.
1: No. Which, which I really appreciate. I don't think I've ever seen him like phone it in. You know, like he's always he's all he runs a tight ship. You
2: know? Mm-hmm.
0: The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh god, I love that movie. So good. We gotta do a Wes Anderson month. Oh, I'd be so do down two to months. That. I would love to do that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see um what was his most recent movie? Fuck, what was it called? Um I've never I've never seen the Darjeeling Limited. The French Dispatch, I think it was. The French Dispatch. I didn't see that. It came out in twenty twenty one.
1: I actually didn't see that one either.
0: Grand the Hotel. Done. That was fucking fantastic. For that. Yeah, it was Royal Tenenbaums. Different. I loved Fantastic Mr. Fox. Isle of Dogs. Um, I didn't realize. I didn't know the Royal Tenenbaums was an Anderson movie. Oh man, I love that movie. It's so funny. My friend Adrian is uh, the guy in the car. There's like this flashback of with Gwyneth Paltrow. It's like a young girl and she's rebellious. And she's like um, she's like hooking up with a guy with a mohawk in the back of a car. It's my buddy Adrian. Oh, hell yeah. And I don't think it was Gwyneth Paltrow. I think she had a body double too. But he's in that movie. Couldn't even kiss your boy. That's fucked up. (laughs) Fantastic Mr. Fox was one of my favorite movies for a long time. That's how stop motion. It, one it just re- yeah, it just resonated with me. So simple, like the the animal family, like human animals, and stop uh, motion always prey like, to those three farmers.
1: Yeah, it always like stop motion always weirded me out when I was little. So I was like, I never was able to like appreciate stop motion.
0: Mm. Not a big gummy fan. No, I wasn't really. No, not really. I'm sorry to hear that. It's just like I don't know what it is about it.
1: it just feels like weird. I don't know.
0: I, I, dude, I think I just appreciate it so much. Just so much work has to go into it. So much art. Oh, strength. absolutely, yeah.
1: Like I don't, I don't not recognize that. Cause, like, yeah, that's that's just crazy. Like, claymation and like just stop motion in general is like, yeah, it's just crazy.
0: I just love that all those little, all those little people, all those little pieces, like are real. You know, it's it's all, yeah. it's all there. I, I also
1: definitely do appreciate uh
0: practical stuff me me too man it's one of the things i always found so charming about the original star wars movies it's practical effects practical creatures that look so like glossy and wet and have all these like little moving parts <laughs> yeah. you know some guy in there sweating his fucking balls off trying to just make <laughs> it all run doing the best he can
1: I know I know you and Christopher Nolan have a very contentious uh relationship, but I really
3: do respect his uh his uh his love for the practical.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, didn't they how many tons of TNT did they blow up to like recreate 12, the nuclear? Uh, it was 12 explosion?
1: tons or like twelve thousand tons. I think I don't remember if it was I think actually it was, 12 12, it was a lot,
0: yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Do the AMC where I was yesterday had this massive Oppenheimer sign, uh, with this massive digital countdown counting down months, days, minutes, seconds until the movie. It looked it looked pretty dope.
3: They use the equivalent of sixty
1: eight tons of TNT. Okay. For comparison, the the Moab, the mother of all bombs, which is like. I think it's our most powerful, the U.S.'s most powerful conventional ordnance bomb um, is equivalent to 11 tons of TNT. Whoa.
3: And he blew up 68 tons of TNT. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. What's really that- funny, during the um, during the Manhattan Project, I think it was Oppenheimer.
1: It might have been somebody else to, to propose the question, but I, th- I think it was Oppenheimer um when they were getting ready to test the the first like the first uh like you know blast test of the the nuke Oppenheimer kind of like half made a joke but like you know kind of made a comment of uh something in in to the effect of uh the the detonating a nuke might ignite the atmosphere or like he was like he proposed like how much you want to bet This does or doesn't like ignite the atmosphere. And everyone's like, oh wait, wait, what? And he goes, Well, yeah, there is it's technically possible that uh we cause a a fission reaction with all of the oxygen in the atmosphere, and we just we ignite the atmosphere and and kill everybody on the planet. And they're like, Wait, are you serious? He goes, Well, yeah, it's like it's it's physics. And so they they had to put the test on hold for I forgot how long, but they made them like run the numbers and like triple, quadruple. sextuple check uh the numbers to make sure that they weren't potentially risking igniting the atmosphere with a nuclear test and so they they ended up finding out that the the amount of energy it would have taken uh for them to to do that would have been like it was like a hundred times like the entire globals uh like the entire world's ordinance at the time like conventional ordinance or some shit oh wow like, so it was like it, it needed a, an act, an actual fuck ton like at that time uh, or like there was like a hundred times of like or it's like a hundred times how many uh like the nuclear uh like inventory of the planet like currently like now it would have taken so like it was at that point it was literally impossible it's so like no 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 we're fine they go okay good well let's test <laughs> no,
0: it. we need a lot more of these yeah it was basically
1: just like no 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 it, it would take way too much and they go okay cool don't worry but it was we're not like going to sterilize the entire planet it. Literally, we're not gonna glass it like fucking Planet Reach in, in Halo. <laughs> but, but yeah, he just kind of like brought it up and like, wait, wait, is that actually possible? He's like, well, like, technically, yeah. Oh, well, we, we need to make sure that doesn't actually happen. Yeah, so they had to, they ran like a, it was like a safety audit essentially, and so they had to, they had to crunch the numbers
0: a lot to make sure that it, it was like for sure not a possibility. Well, dude, I'm, I'm glad they checked, because otherwise, you and I would not be here. <laughs> it would be unfortunate. Chit chat about nukes. And Christopher Nolan. Dude, I'm I'm looking forward to the movie. Like I I like Christopher Nolan. Oh my god. I mean, how could you not like Christopher Nolan? He makes good fucking movies. I just Just not Tenant. Tenant was a little too much for me. I don't know. Like I loved Inception. I absolutely loved it. Oh, it's phenomenal. Tenant, I just I couldn't get into it, man. I just remember, like when when the credits, like when the fucking credits hit for uh, for tenant, like you just unmuted and you're like, Chris Frenell's a fucking hack. <laughs> it's just like he's got this concept, like everything will go in reverse, and like it, if you, I don't know, I just I, I, res- I respect the ambition, but like it
1: just I feel like it didn't need to be as complicated as well. Like it felt like it was complicated just for the sake of being complicated. Like, it didn't have any thematic purpose to be that fucking complicated.
2: You for know? sure.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to articulate my disdain for this fucking movie. I, <laughs> it, it, it's just like, you created these laws, and and now, like, I just,
3: I can't buy into it. It's just so silly.
0: I mean, there's a really great car chase in the movie. Yeah. I, don't know, I will the lo- say the logic was kind of lost on me. And then all of the tension yeah. goes out the window with that. But I really do appreciate that
1: as far as time travel goes, like they. I guess I guess you can call it time travel like it's technically is, but it kind of wasn't at the same time. Like, I feel like they did time travel like really well. Unlike was it like Looper did time travel horribly terrible? <sighs> like, um. You you remember not looper. Yeah, looper, right? Where they go back in time to fucking kill like they send assassins back in time to kill people because like they have like time travel in the future with Bruce is, Willis is and that uh,
0: yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah. And so there's like a a scene where so uh Bruce Willis plays an old Joseph Gordon Levitt or mm-hmm. vice versa and they send somebody like back in time to, or no they they send himself like to, so they need to so in order to like close your loop mm-hmm. uh because like you work you know, like, the like these loopers like work for like the mafia or whatever and so to close your loop they send you back in time to kill like you and so they send uh they send bruce willis to kill joseph gordon levitt to like close his loop and he ends up like surviving and like that's like the the big crux of the movie is like him trying to like figure all that out and so, what they end up doing to like send a message to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, they're like, they they carve like they go find uh, Bruce Willis at like you know a different timeline or whatever, and they carve into his arm like meet us at this location or whatever. Oh yeah, it was, like, and it's just like write
0: it a little smaller or something like that. Well,
1: like it sort of like pops up on like younger you know on young Bruce Willis or Joseph like it pops up as like scarring on his arm or like that one guy they start like cutting off like his limbs like in the future. Like they cut off his hand, and like you know, in the past, like he's walking around and his hand just like falls off and disappears, and he's like, "Oh God!" And he's like, "No, don't! I'm coming!" And like they're just like cutting off like his leg, and it's just like as in like real time, his limbs are like disappearing, or they 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 do that to his younger self. I mean, and it's just like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Because like if you go back in time and carve something into his arm, that means he grew up his whole life with that scarring on his arm. Like it's not just going to randomly appear and be like, "Oh, whoa, where did the scarring come from?" But they're you know, in, like if they're in the
0: same loop.
1: But you're still going back in time. It's like a it was like a the butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. It was like that scene where like he's in like the he's in the the prison like the jail and he's like oh like I'm I'm Jesus or whatever and like to to prove like he can yeah he it's like, like the, the whole stick scene yeah yeah so like he goes back in time, stabs himself in the hands and then comes back to you know prison time. And everyone's like, oh, my God, those wounds just appeared. And it's like, well, no, because if he damaged, if he hurt himself when he's little, he grew up his whole life with those scars. So he came into prison already with those scars. Like they don't just appear on you in the future, you know, like future. your are younger. You would have grown up with those scars on your hands your entire life up until that point.
3: So like the scars would have been no new addition to his body at that time. So it's like it just doesn't make any sense.
0: I don't know, man. You're trying to impose Hulk and Tony Stark logic onto this. And I, don't, I, don't, I think we just kind of walk. I <laughs> just accept well, look,
1: it. I'm, I'm just saying some some movies do time travel better than others. And I think. Uh, I think he did a good job in, in
0: Tenet. He
1: also did a good job in Interstellar with time travel. Which is kind of cool. Interstellar was also a very good movie.
0: I didn't realize. I forgot that was a Christopher Nolan movie yeah i did i did like interstellar after after you and i talked about it and broke it down a little bit more i did i did appreciate it the part where they Such go down to movie. the planet to to try and recover the sos mm-hmm. and they get back to the ship and he's like it's been 50 years. 28 years yeah. yeah yeah that part was awesome
1: yeah and then he's like watching back all the uh the like video diary entries like from his kids hmm and it's like, oh, fuck. And you get that like famous
0: he, Matthew McConaughey meme of him just crying hysterically. Just crying. something Yeah. He's like, oh, you have a grandson now. And like the next one
1: was like, oh, a grandkid died, by the way. And it's like,
3: fuck.
0: Ugh.
1: And then Jessica Chastain comes on and she's like, like he, she had never sent him any. And like the one that she sent, she was like, when when you left, you said that you would yeah, it's possible that you would come back when we're the same age. And she goes today i am the age that you were when you left and she's like it would be pretty fucking nice if you came back home and Mm -hmm. he was on that fucking ocean planet on fucking water world with kevin costner and it was just like fuck dude (laughs)
0: this shit hits dude the mission was such a failure they get down there like there's nothing here how about that in the distance oh it's this fucking tsunami those are ocean waves thousand feet high yeah, we need all of all that
1: <laughs> to it's... doom Dr. whatever his name was. Yeah, that poor for guy, too. 28
3: years. Oh, that sucked.
1: I come I on, think I'd on. take a
3: ride on the airlock express if if I was stuck there for 28 years.
0: I, just, I, ugh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. It's a tough call, man. I guess you're just yeah. hoping they come back. Yeah, like at, at what
3: point at what
1: point do you just like just assume that they're just fucking dead. Well, well I guess I've, you could do the math and like figure out like how much time it is for them. Because like they were gone for like a couple hours.
0: Dude, they also I I I thought it was a couple minutes. No, it was like it it cuts together to where it looks like a couple minutes,
1: but they're down there for like a while.
0: I feel like Matthew McConaughey was it Anne Hathaway? Yeah, it was Anne Hathaway. I feel like they kill so much time on that water planet. There's like a light conversation. They're like looking around like they really take their time. I'm like, you guys like you didn't listen.
1: Yeah, so it says when Cooper and his team reach Miller's planet, they're stuck on it for a few hours after damage to their engines. When they return to the spaceship after a few hours, they find that 23 years have elapsed.
0: I didn't realize it had been a few hours because the scene only takes place over the course of like, you know. Yeah, they they cut it together. Yeah. Okay. I,
1: I also kind of forgot. Like it was, they suffered uh, like engine damage, so mm-hmm. like they had. I guess Tars had to like fix it, so they were stuck there for a bit. Because yeah, they like they weren't they weren't like expecting to stay there for that long. they were going to go down and check on man or Miller, and then or I guess they're going to uh, get the SOS and try and save them and come back. Like they their intention wasn't to be there for that long, but they mm-hmm. took engine damage and they didn't have a choice. Yeah. So the the time dilation was. Uh, one hour on the planet was seven years. Oh, Earth
2: time due to Jesus. gravitational
3: time dilation. That's terrible. Yeah, so it's like what four hours just about mm. brutal, crazy.
0: Yeah, I've got an appreciation for that movie. I love the prestige. Dunkirk, Alex, and I saw that in IMAX. And it was a beautiful movie, and the sound design was incredible. I just, content wise, I just, it, it just I had no desire. I guess if I was a World War II nut or or, or uh, like a fan of classic planes, I would have been raging hard the entire time. But as far as World that, War II kind movies of, go, not my favorite, not even close. That's kind of
1: why I didn't want to see it, because like I am such a fan of like World War II movies. Like, the movie was PG-13. Like, I, I just can't imagine myself enjoying a World War II movie that's PG-13. Th-
0: there's another movie where not a lot happens. Like, nothing really happens. Tom Hardy flies a plane. Like, that's cool. He's got a mask on. Like, that's pretty cool, too. We've seen that before. And, uh... I was born to the yeah, darkness. Yeah, the planes are really loud. Gunshots are really loud. You actually yeah. never... Uh, you never see a Nazi in that movie. They're constantly under attack and under fire. You don't really see maybe some some, you know, Nazi planes, but. It was just uh, not my favorite. So what you're saying is you You did not see any planes in
1: that movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's a really good World War Two movie. That's not necessarily a World War Two movie, but it is. The imitation game with benedict cumberbatch right
0: i've never seen that i have the dvd the screen actors guild send it to me they're like for your consideration it's I just never so to so it.
1: i definitely recommend watching it maybe we can do it for movie night sometime i was like randomly in the mood for like world war ii movies <laughs> a little while back and i hadn't seen the imitation game either up until a few years ago i was like damn i just like i don't know i'm in the mood for world war ii stuff and so i watched uh fury the tank movie with uh mm-hmm. shia labeouf brad
3: pitt all them yep um i watched that and then i watched the imitation game fury is so fucking good like
0: that shit has you Re- i gotta i gotta tight. watch that it's got a great cast yeah john bernthal you haven't seen that one either logan lerman no oh I mean, we gotta do world so war ii month dude
1: i'm <laughs> so fucking down i'm so fucking down
2: shit. Okay. i need, still need to see
1: 1917 even though that's world war one
0: yeah, Maybe we can if, do a world uh, war a month. movie.
2: World War. <laughs>
1: <laughs> WWM. Yeah, I feel like if okay. we do a world war month, we have to do Saving Private Ryan.
2: Like I, haven't I don't seen think that in a long time. I don't I've think we done. can.
1: We're allowed to watch we can't theme a world war movie month without. Saving Private Ryan.
0: Yeah, that'll be the uh, that'll be the first one we do.
1: So we can do that. We'll do 1917. We'll do Fury and then maybe imitation game, unless there's another good World War movie. Uh, you know what's a sleeper World War II movie? Overlord. You seen Overlord?
0: <gasps> Overlord was cool. Overlord was so fun, dude. Nazis <laughs> making like mech zombies. Yeah, they're like fucking it's like, yeah, like Nazi zombies. You know, like the
1: it's a world war two movie. The Nazis are are experimenting and trying to make like zombie soldiers. And you know, like this it the movie follows like this one platoon or whatever and they're working their way through like Nazi Germany and they, they come across their their, like lab where they're like making zombies. And so it becomes, it goes from like a proper world war two movie into like zombies. It's, it's so good. such a good movie. (laughs) It flew under way too many people's radar. And I, I watched it specifically because it has, uh, the actor from Agents of Shield who plays my favorite character. Okay, Uh he was in this, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in. Like, I'm gonna watch anything he's in. Like, I'm I'm all I'm
3: all there. It was fucking good. It was a good movie. I liked it a lot. All right. Yeah, I thought th- cool, I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was, cool it was fun. Like, it's not like you know,
1: I don't win any awards, but like, damn, if you love World War II and you love zombies, if you ever played yeah. any <laughs> bit of nazi zombies and call of duty you'll you'll fucking love dude it.
0: what about uh dead snow you ever seen dead snow also fantastic nazi zombies <laughs> <laughs> so good dude we were talking about this the other night maybe we gotta put that on the list too dude it's so good we'll do a nazi month <laughs> 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 i'm kidding and then we'll the last night we'll just listen to uh the Kanye trials? yeah okay.
1: oh oh yeah we're that <laughs> we'll listen to Kanye's two albums yeah <laughs> it's a close out Nazi month,
0: we'll sit there in silence and just think about what we've done. Think no, about what he's we're doing. we're not gonna do that.
1: We're not gonna. JK. We're not gonna do any plays on Spotify. Yeah,
0: no, we're doing a World War II month where all the Nazis get killed.
1: Dude, every and time victory. I already... Oh, we got to do some inglorious bastards. Oh my God, yeah, dude, I think I that's my, my favorite
0: World War II movie. You make that deal? I make that deal. <laughs>
1: It's a it's a good one, but I, I yeah I think Saving Private Ryan will always be like my favorite I think
3: for sure.
0: I don't know, Inglorious Bastards, man. That's one of my favorite. That movie. That movie's is so fucking hilarious too.
1: It's so like stressful. Like Tarantino has a way with just making you feel so fucking stressed out. Mm-hmm. Like the the fucking um, the the bar scene.
2: With, yeah, the, the Mexican name?
1: standoff. With Magneto. Yeah. Like that whole scene, like. Uh, and like the was it toward the end? Where they go to the theater and they all have to speak. Yeah, Italian. Go, Gorlami, on. He speaks the it's least so most good.
0: Italian. So keep your fucking <laughs> mouth shut. It'll be fine. Gorlami.
1: Fucking every time I rewatch Saving David Ryan, I always forget how stacked that cast is. Dude, I haven't seen them in a
0: long time. Matt
3: Damon, Vin Diesel, Jeremy Davies, Brian Cranston, Nathan Fillion, Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti. Uh, who else? Yeah, that's a that's a pretty stacked cast. Like there's just so many. Matt Dillon.
1: <laughs> Remember that guy? No. Um. But yeah, just like every time I watch it, I'm just like, oh, shit, he's in this. Oh, shit, he's in this.
3: That's Vin Diesel. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: But Yeah, it's just it always like, is it Vin away. Diesel with hair?
2: Mm, or Vin uh, Diesel like freshly
0: bald? Maybe that was right, right. On that's the back edge, in the 90s. Yeah, he had hair in that Street Sharks commercial in the 90s, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. He he plays the uh, not the sniper, but he's a guy that gets he he's one that gets shot by the sniper up in the the rubble. Yeah, <laughs> and they like use him to bait out the yeah the shot through the scope, like that whole thing. Um, he has some hair. It's like it's like a very close like buzz.
0: He's got that military cut, little crew cut.
1: Yeah, so he's got he got some hair. Not not Street Shark's hair, but he's got he's got. Some hair. <laughs> There was a, uh, when that movie came out in theaters the first time, like, you know, back in, in, uh, in the night, I was like 98 or whatever, the, uh, the VA set up a, a hotline for veterans to call because the opening, because the movie starts on the the beach scene when they're storming Normandy. Mm-hmm. And like, it was so just like visceral and like accurate that uh it was causing like ptsd triggers of like veterans Jeez, and so like veterans were like walking out like they couldn't like sit through that and so the va set up like a hotline for them to call for like you know like therapy hotline basically for them to call and be like fuck
0: it's nice for the va like, to that's... offer veterans something
1: yeah right fucking imagine damn i did yeah i, didn't how, realize... yeah, well, I how, would like, like to rewatch stuff. that movie Ugh, it's so fucking
3: good
0: all right cool we'll do a world war two month and what was the other month we got to do
3: um
0: we'll do uh a... we're after watching the menu we're like oh maybe we do a restaurant month or like a food movie month but i'd rather do a world war two month i would also rather
1: do a world war two <laughs> there's so many good world war two movies dude you know it's also really fucking good. It's not a movie, but a uh, fucking uh goddamn uh, band of brothers
0: yep yeah, that was a big deal back in the day
1: so fucking good there's like the the way they like they kind of like interweave like the episode and then like it cuts to them interviewing like the actual like soldiers that it was based on mm-hmm um and there was um I forgot what rank he was, but his name was Dick Winters. I think he was like uh, I don't remember what, what, what rank he was, but there was, um, there was like one particular like, really heavy episode um, involving him, and it like cuts to, you know, he's like, he's like 80s, so and he's like old. and they're like talking to him, and he talks about how his grandson asked him if he was a hero. And he said, no, but I served with a company of them. And he gets all like choked up and you're like, oh, fuck. And then it fades and it it was like in memory of of Dick Winter's like he had passed, I think, before the show came out. I was like, no, man, It just like fucking gets you right in the fucking in the feels, but like. God damn, that show is so good. And I can't not see fucking Ross from Friends. And I fucking and he plays such a piece of shit in that show. Like great, I already hated him before. Yeah. He made me go with this too. David
0: Schwimmer.
1: Fucking dickhead. Yeah, he plays such an asshole in that fucking show. I don't.
0: I I've only seen the first episode. Oof. I'm that full. one,
1: that one's good. That one's heavy, and it's I think like what is it like seven or ten episodes, something like that. Like not like crazy long, but it's definitely something I would recommend you watch the, the whole thing. It's it's basically like a 10-hour like mini series version of uh, Saving Private Ryan.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, I think I was just a little too young. I mean, I wasn't too young for it. I just wasn't really into it when it came yeah. out. To- I mean, I might have been like 10 years old. I remember my parents got the DVDs and it was a big deal.
1: I have it downloaded somewhere.
0: Legally, of course. Yeah, <laughs> It's another thing where I tell people I haven't seen it and they're like, oh, what, really? It's hmm. It's definitely one of those
3: like, like you have, you have to see it
0: So right now we're watching one movie a week. I feel like personally I need to start watching a second movie every week just to like catch up on all the shit that I need to see. I mean we can we can do like like classic Saturdays Throwbacks
1: like right? yeah anything before like
0: 2012
1: Just or just like any like you know just a movie that like you have to have seen. Yeah like I honestly I would I would classify John Wick as like it's not a classic because of how long it's been out but like it's when we're talking about like just classic action or like revenge movies like john wick is absolutely up there like for sure
0: like What's instead, of, instead of like classics it has to be like staples yeah like Staple saturday out. yeah we go we will get printer paper we'll get like a, a six pack of sharpies dude just make retro posters for our, <laughs> our movies <laughs> Over in the office
1: chair. I also didn't realize the cast for a Band of Brothers. That one's also fucking thick. You got Damian Lewis, Ron Livingston, Michael Fassbender, Michael Cudlitz. That's uh, Abraham from The Walking Dead, for those not paying attention. Oh shit. Donnie Wahlberg. Wow. I think Tom Hanks, I think he ep He's on here, but I don't think he's actually in the show. Okay. Uh, Neil McDonough. McDonough. I don't know if you pronounce the G, the G H. <laughs> David Fucking Schwimmer,
3: Tom Hardy. I didn't know Tom Hardy was in that. Shit. Okay. Um. Who else we got? Matthew Leach. Um. Yeah. James McAvoy also didn't
1: know. Simon Pegg. Jimmy Fallon, Lieutenant George C. Rice. I forgot <laughs> he was in
3: there. Tom Hanks' brother, Colin Hanks. Shit. Wait, isn't that his son? Is it? Yeah. He's, he looks too young or too old.
0: Dude, you know what movie I, I really want to yeah. see? I don't know why he it popped into son. my head yesterday, but I was like, I need to see Ex Machina. I've never seen that with Oscar Isaac and Alicia uh, Oh, with, Alicia the, with the, android. the android. yeah,
1: Yeah, I saw it exactly once. And I remember being, oh, fine. It was okay. I thought it was supposed to be really good.
0: What movie am I thinking of? I don't know. Twenty fourteen I mean, had, right had some good fucking movies. It wasn't one of those movies that like blew me
1: away. Like I enjoyed it. I had a good time. But it wasn't, wasn't, you know crazy.
0: I don't know why it's been bothering me for the last eight years that I haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, I I would definitely
1: recommend. And I need to it. watch
0: it so I could just move on with my life. You know. <laughs>
1: gotta get over that hurdle it's it's i mean it's it's a movie it's i don't know if i classified as like a like a must-see
0: dude call had it a so staple. many people once again scold me because i hadn't fucking seen it really That's, yeah. that seems weird all right
1: that seems like a weird weird hill to die on
0: good oh i feel less bad about it now
1: yeah i, w- I
3: wouldn't feel bad about that
0: i'm saying dude movie shaming is a big problem in this day and age and like not enough people <laughs> talk about it show shaming I'm sick of it, dude. I I spent too much time playing Overwatch. Like, I get it.
1: (laughs) I feel like movie shaming is more acceptable. Show shaming, I feel like, isn't as as, uh, acceptable. Just because, like, shows are such a a much longer investment than a movie. I know. Like, a movie, you just need two hours and, like, ten bucks to set aside.
0: But, like, a show... It's Fuck. a lot, dude. Dude, I'm, I just watched four seasons of Yellowstone. Each season's 10, 10 like full hour episodes. It's a lot of show, dude. It's, it's a lot a, of show. A lot of show.
1: Yeah, you're talking what? Fucking uh, 600 minutes.
0: Per season, it's a lot of time. <laughs> That's a lot of minutes. It's a lot of time to watch Casey Dutton and Monica make love in a shower in a field somewhere. <laughs> In the field somewhere, dude. They I don't, don't know would, who either those people these two are. two characters sure are together. They fucking, they make love. It's a husband and a wife, and it's just become a thing where now anytime they're like in a room together, I'm like, I swear to God, if they start fucking, I'm leaving they fuck, me. I can't. Like it's so God. inappropriate right now. They better not fuck. <laughs> they're at a funeral. They better keep it. Dude, he literally, place. he was like in the shower, or like she was like in the shower, like crying about something that had happened. She was like so upset. And he, like, came in and, like, opened the shower door to console her. And I was like, I swear to God, you better not. And instead, he just gave her a hug. And I was like, all right, fine. That's okay. Don't you dare start making love? They were, like, in a field, like, talking. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to track this wolf. She's like, yeah. Yeah. And then they start, like, making out, like, rolling. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guys. My God. They're going to smell you. How many babies do you want to have? You can barely take care of the one that you got.
1: Well, back then it was more about like quantity versus quality, you know.
0: No, this the Yellowstone takes place, uh, in present day. What is it? 1899 or 1923, whatever that show is with Harrison Ford. That is not present day, by the way. Yeah, 1920. No, that was a hundred years ago a hundred years ago <laughs> literally a hundred fucking years
1: speaking ago. of a hundred years ago the last time we uh had this much trouble electing a uh, speaker of the house a hundred mm-hmm. years ago well hey fucking mccarthy
0: got his wish it took him four days and 15 votes you got it there you go you saw the when, um the video of matt gates yeah like, dude. heckling him yeah but that's, that's the, the funny up right now the funny part is that
1: was on vote 14 and Matt Gates was the last Republican vote he needed. And when they called on him, he voted present. <laughs> and everyone fucking lost their shit. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding? You've been here for four days. All day for four days. And you're the last person we needed. You say fucking present. You rat bitch. And they were so fucking mad at him.
3: It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, he's trolling. Hey, good for him, though.
3: Yeah. Whatever. I, mean, I, don't... I I
1: I don't want to say good for him, cause but like, damn, if that shit's not funny to watch them just like bungle this like a bunch of fucking morons. But like at the same time, the Speaker of the House is the one who swears in all of the the incoming congressmen or mm-hmm. congress people. Uh, so for those four days there, we had zero uh House of
0: Representatives. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah. It's shame. Just... It's shameful, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the, the crazy MAGA faction within within the, the GOP that was it was a kind of like a stalemate. So like they don't want McCarthy to be speaker. Mm-hmm. And so they vowed to not vote for him. And then the rest of the GOP said they're not going to put up anybody else for a vote and they're not going to cave. And so we end up with. 15 attempts at getting him uh, in. And one of the concessions he had to give up was there is a uh, basically the rule is any one individual uh, Republican can say, I don't want you as speak of the House anymore. And everything has to come to a stop immediately. And the whole chamber has to vote on a new speaker. Uh, and so that was one of the concessions he had to make in order for them to vote for him. Yeah, I saw <laughs> Colbert <laughs> was ripping him apart. He's like, you can fire me anytime you want.
0: Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime
1: oh, it only know. takes one of you to be upset and you can basically vote to have me have to step down or not.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad they get to now move on and do their fucking jobs. And by do their fucking jobs, uh, investigate Hunter
1: Biden for the next two years. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure that'll be fun to watch. Dude, I don't even know what Hunter Biden did. Uh, Nothing. He's, he's got a, a to... private citizen who is a recovering drug addict, but apparently he's the The controller of some shadow cabal, run by the Democrats. Uh, I don't so they would have point. you believe.
0: Yeah. I uh. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why he's is so vehemently hated, but because he's a Biden. Yeah, I don't know. He had he had overseas deals or something like that. But people, people illegitimize Biden, and I'm not. I I don't know. I'm not trying to get into like you should you should accept biden or you should support biden like that's not at all what i'm saying but people like discredit biden's uh like presidency and administration based off of what hunter biden may or may not have done like that doesn't right. make any fucking sense
1: like he's a private citizen that has no bearing on actions of the government yeah like wanna, the president's going to
0: make these deals his son did his son's yeah. a grown man in his 40s like they're two different fucking people I mean I it's not and people, like but people are obsessed with it obsessed with it well
3: yeah because they don't the
1: the fucking the crazies they, they have no interest in the government working as a government and they just they want to attack everyone they don't like mm-hmm. I think it was 10 separate uh democratic representatives in er, uh, New Mexico in Albuquerque. 10 of them had I think it was either their homes or their offices. I forgot what it said uh, shot up over the past
3: like not too long. But it's like. People are going out and shooting. At like their homes and offices and shit.
0: And why what's the uh, what's the logic behind
3: that? The fucking Democrats are evil just like that bullshit
1: like nothing that you haven't heard before it's just them acting on all this bullshit that keeps getting
0: peddled it's by uh yeah dude you know what i really want to watch that new um andrew callahan documentary oh my god on hbo max this
1: place rules or whatever this place
0: rules yeah it's all about q uh, QAnon conspiracy theories Uh, i I
1: cringe just like even thinking about it like his content already makes me cringe and like that's the point like i get like you know he dresses up like a fucking like tv reporter from like the 70s you know like it's just like the whole shtick and it's just like it's so uncomfortable it makes it makes me cringe yeah
0: everyone listening at home you got to get on youtube and check out channel 5 news this guy he's about our age goes out into just crazy places like uh uh the satan festival or uh like daytona beach miami spring break like he just goes all over the place and just lets people speak and some of the crazy fucking shit that he's able to record is mind-blowing mind-blowing and now he's got a new documentary on hbo max you got to check it out. I've been <laughs> watching him for years. I'm, I'm so happy for him because he's doing really well. Did you see that clip where he was in like a diner
1: talking to some like some dude? And he like oh holds up a picture. Yeah. It's like a picture of like uh, Hillary Clinton. And he goes, pedophile. Is, is this a pedophile? Yeah, pedophile, pedophile, pedophile. And then he and then he like shows a picture of like him or whatever. And he goes um, or he's like, I'm so glad we're, you know, you, you mentioned that. And he pulls up his fucking arrest record from you know however many years back of him being convicted of like molesting a child mm-hmm. and he goes so you are you're a pedophile and the guy was like well, I was wrongly convicted it's like oh yeah. right 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 <laughs> no pedophile has ever been rightfully convicted apparently and yep. it's just like the the, the the cognitive dissonance in the mental gymnastics that people like that are just so proficient in is just like it's fucking crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolute craziness.
0: And that's that's their entire life. Like they don't exist anywhere outside of those ideals.
1: No, not at all. Like they're It's like their you can't you identities. can't get a hobby.
0: You can't like also do this. You can't well, hold a full time job. It's their job. It's their hobby. <laughs> it's, it's such their... a shitty hobby, right? Hating someone. For real. For something that doesn't have concrete evidence. I don't know. Like I fucking hate David Schwimmer, but like it's not it's not my <laughs> it's like, not your hobby. identity,
1: <laughs> right? Like I'll watch Band of Brothers and be like ugh whenever he comes on screen, but like that's about it, you know?
0: Yeah, like I fucking hate Ryan Johnson's Star Wars: The Last Jedi, but I only bring that up like <laughs> once a week, you know? I I'm a person outside of that, and <laughs> honestly, that's the right take to
1: have, especially being a fan of. Star Wars that he
0: keeps shitting on. Mm-hmm. It's it's so okay like, to hate. You just you know you got to do it once in a while. It can't it can't be like you know every minute of every day. It's exhausting. Yeah, like let it let it be like a weekend hobby. You know, mm-hmm. don't let it be like
1: your everything.
0: Everything you're gonna talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: But hey, some people are just they're they're too they're too in it. I don't know. They they're think just, they're gonna they're change the world. It.
0: hey hey, you know what best of luck
3: yo speaking of christmas
1: um when are we playing risk of rain 2 on your new christmas uh, on my new
0: steam deck steam deck dude you want to talk about my identity steam deck Steam deck i am the steam deck uh dude this this is the sexiest machine i've ever you hear this i'm unzipping the case right now can you hear it (laughs) Oh I can hear it Oh my god Can you smell it It smells I like I fucking wish I could Tell me Tell mm, me what it smells like Freshly It smells like Gabe Newell's office Like it's Ooh, got a It's got a know. must to it I don't it's know That's not bad if I want smell that. It smells like Oh wow It smells It smells brand new You know It's still got that Fresh like Tech smell
1: Ooh that new tech smell new That small hint yeah. of like
0: Ozone It honestly yeah. smells a little bit Like burnt plastic Cause this thing gets yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah, yeah. hot Dude
1: it's That's running at heard. like 80 degrees Celsius. You got to just like glue like a heat sink onto the back of it.
0: I, I saw some people on the subreddit do that. They literally made a custom heat sink that they keep clamped to it. And they were actually able to lower the temperature by 20 degrees Celsius. Wow.
2: That's but it's a, it's a sexy cancel.
0: device, man. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I was able to play Elden Ring high settings at 40 frames per second. I've got my whole Steam library pretty much ready to go uh there were very few uh, there's very few games that you can't play like some games they'll give you a little warning a lot of the games that i wanted to play that had the warning it was like text may be small or you may need steam's keyboard to type stuff in i'm like all right yeah well, oh, yeah that's fine that's fine yeah i, c- I could do with them
1: more the like the problem games they like to really like in like resource intensive
0: like type games or or what i i couldn't tell you at the moment dude i was able to play the forest and i was getting between 40 and 60 frames per second
1: it's fucking better than it runs on my computer with the fucking 3080
0: i was blown away dude i couldn't believe how well the game was running um i really
1: hope the sons of the forest runs better like i i really hope they give that better optimization <sighs>
0: Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It's been a long time between the first and second, right? About seven years.
1: Yeah, it came out in, was it 20
0: I've had a lot of time. Technology's progressed. So. The only thing is, like, as technology's progressed, maybe it's optimized more, but it's got better lighting, better graphics, more textures, and all of a sudden, like, I, I have a feeling it's, it's not going to, I feel like it's going to run great, and then when you go to stream it, it's going to be a completely different story
1: that'd be unfortunate. That's when everything like 20, goes down to medium
0: and the god rays go off.
1: 2014.
0: Yeah, well, I think it was in early access for a while too. Or beta. I'm I'm not 100% sure. God, I That's fucking crazy. love that game. Yeah, that was the old game. I played that. I played Alien's Fireteam Elite first game on <laughs> Steam Deck. Damn right, you did. Dude, I was fucking dying the other day. I went on Twitch. I'm like, how many people watching Alien's Fire Team Elite? <laughs> Is that when you sent it to One me? One <laughs> viewer. And I was like, dude, this game's blowing up right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> popping off. I actually, Rob, I I didn't want to tell you this, but I actually I beat it the other night. <gasps> I did without you. How could you? I'm sorry. That's okay. The ending was uh pretty anticlimactic yeah I, it, it I was an aliens fire team elite conclusion for sure nothing other than that would surprise me <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i do have risk of rain installed so whenever what? you're ready Let's to go, fucking, man.
0: what are we doing we're fucking recording a podcast fuck this <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys i'm just kidding i love you guys thank you for listening yo what if
1: we what if we recorded the
0: podcast while we played risk of rain well it's not essentially just like a co-stream it's, a, it's an audio stream. You get to just yeah. listen to us play. You'll just listen to a bunch of uh, gunshots for two and, and a half shots. hours. <laughs> yeah. Ooh! And Yo, the music gunshots, is and really good in Risk of Rain. Yeah, too. It is. Holy it is. crap. It's got like techno vibes.
1: I haven't played this game in coming up on three years at this point. I last played February 13th of 2020. So is this, a, is this a real
0: guy, Chris? Chris Tooteloo is the composer of Risk of Rain. Is this a Toodaloo real name?
1: I guess so. His
0: name is Chris Chris Tooteloo. I, I feel it. like I'm getting trolled, but alright. But yeah, he what a bitch in soundtrack.
1: So was a a screenwriter for um he wrote on a lot of the uh the CW um shows. Uh or at least like helped on a lot of them. Uh, and his name is Speed Weed. is his y- name. You're kidding. I'm 100 percent serious. <laughs> <laughs> Speed Dude. is it's obviously it's not like his birth name. Well, well, like his uh, like you Nick don't name. know,
0: man. Some parents are really cool. But yeah, he goes uh,
1: same <laughs> Speed Weed. So like, if you're, I'll send, you, I'll send you his IMDb. But like, if you're ever watching like any of the uh, like the CW like Arrowverse shows,
3: you'll see uh, my boy Speed Weed.
0: Dude, that's fucking awesome. It's a
3: pretty cool fucking
0: name.
1: Yeah. yeah, what's also really cool is uh Bear McCreary did the uh music for Agents of Shield.
0: Oh wow, yeah, the composer God of War. Yeah, dude, yeah, his music's fantastic.
1: He looks like a music composer, which is really funny. <laughs> he looks
0: like a bear McCreary. He literally yeah, he absolutely does. What an Oh dude, the goatee's got that long hair. Fucking bitching. He looks like he's been sleeping in a coffin for a thousand years, and he just woke up and went straight into the recording studio.
1: Yeah, (laughs) with with the the sole intention of absolutely fucking slapping the ass and just
0: shredding. He's like, "Yo, give me the hurdy gurdy, get me over the mixing table, let's do it." Fuck,
1: dude, I love hurdy gurdy so much.
0: He apparently did Godzilla King of Monsters too. (laughs) Yo, my, my man's
1: untouchable.
0: That's awesome. Good for him. Yeah. He, he is, did Pause of Fury. <laughs> Original motion pictures. <laughs> yeah, my man gets around. <laughs> he's busy, dude. He's busy.
1: Good for him. And that's just movies. That's not even taking into effect his uh his fucking uh game and TV
3: uh accolades. Yeah, it's all really well done. He did Walking
0: Dead, wow. There's a picture of him holding an Emmy. I don't know what it was for. God, I hope it was Good easy for shoot. him. Yeah, and not Walking Dead because they deserve nothing. Um, But yeah, real quick, going back to Risk of Rain. In 2020, I think my buddy Dylan and Dave Zuckerman were both like, bro, you got to play this game. It's amazing. And I was like, oh, I'm playing a lot of stuff right now. I don't know. <laughs> and I picked it up over the weekend. It was on sale on Steam for $12. And I bought the DLC on sale. It's pure crack cocaine. I literally couldn't stop. New Year's Eve, I was oh, yeah. up until almost 5 a.m. And finally, I died. And it, like my, my seared eyeballs were just so dry and so <laughs> tired. I was like, I have to go to sleep. It's funny. Papa woke up to go to the bathroom. He poked his head in. And I'm still sitting there at the Steam Deck. And he just like shook his head and smiled. I was like, Shh, <laughs> just walk away. Don't tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> couldn't Don't stop. Don't look at me. I also, so this is kind of weird. I left my, my Steam Deck in sleep mode. Uh, I guess for a day or two with risk of rain running and it counted that as play time. So on my steam deck, it says I have 57 hours of risk of rain and I bought that game Jesus, six days ago. I have not played 57 hours. I've maybe that played 10 or 12. Think of. There's definitely, no, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I did not have that kind of time this week. Yeah. I've got, I've got 12 and a half hours in it so far. Let me, let me check. Ooh, okay. 15, 15.3 hours for me. It's pretty good. I played an hour. Dude, I was exhausted when I got home from work last night. I worked like a 17 and a half hour day C- commute included, but I got home, took a shower. I was just sitting in my chair. It's like, I, you know what? No steam deck tonight. Like I'm just going to like hang out with jumpy, go to bed. Next thing you know. Broop. Okay. Maybe it was just a little bit. I of was steam like, deck. let me do a run. Let me do a run. <laughs> quick adventure in and out 20 minute adventure you son of a bitch it was a 45 minute adventure yeah yeah risk of rain it's like
1: the the problem is like if you get a good run like you're there for half hour minimum
0: because you could take your time go around find all the
1: upgrades like like once you have a good build going like you can essentially become unstoppable for mm -hmm. a while
0: so this is kind of this is the perfect timing too because the The reason I wanted to pick it up, one, it was on sale, and two, because they announced they're remastering the first Risk of Rain, which is, I guess, (gasps) excuse me, a two D game, whereas Risk of Rain Two is three dimensional. And I've been seeing um some of the artwork and the trailer for that, and it was just like on my mind. And I saw it was twelve bucks, and I was like, all right, twelve bucks. That's just about as much as I was willing to spend. I also bought um. Fallout 3, Game of the Year edition. I've got some... I guess I could say this. Um, I found out yesterday, I got booked to work as an extra on a show for the next three weeks. Um, oh, yeah. It was under an alias, and I was just talking to some guy on set. The show is under I was like, an alias? Yeah, the show's under an alias, and I was like, oh, yeah, I got booked on this. And he was like, oh, that's the Fallout show for Amazon. What? And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. He's like, yeah, the shoot uh, in New York. And he's like, yeah, you know, I know somebody who's been working on it the whole thing. This is their last episode. Apparently, they're way over budget. They had to cut an episode, and they spent oh, apparently $100 million for the first two episodes of The what? Fallout Show. $100 million for the first two episodes. Oh, my God. They are so over budget. Guys, and he was saying what that. are you doing? So in, uh, in the film industry, for extra stand-ins... <laughs> you know, principal actors. I'm I'm not sure about the other unions. If you work over 16 hours, it's called golden time. And that's where they have to pay you your day rate per hour. And once right. you go over that 16th hour by one minute, that's it. You get a full another day rate. And he says productions always try to avoid 16 hour days. Always, always, always. And yeah. he says they get it like multiple times this season, just like golden hour days, like all the time. So Fingers crossed I go in for a costume fitting on Tuesday and I feel like I haven't breached any agreements. Uh, Everyone like a fallout show is being produced by Amazon. There have been some images leaked that it is, uh, has been filming in New York. Apparently they've also filmed in, in Utah and they were supposed to shoot some scenes in Africa. I don't know if that's happening still. Um, and in LA, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I can't, honestly i think once i go in on tuesday i'm gonna sign a bunch of ndas so i'm not gonna be able to talk about it but but until then let's see what happens dude (laughs) i don't know but give me the vault suit let's do it man
1: yo maybe maybe you gotta go in for a power armor fitting you know what
0: you know what broke my heart is that um as i was talking to this guy and he knows someone who's been working on all season he was like oh yeah like a lot of people have just been like in uh in in the vault like all season i was like oh my god how did i miss that opportunity i that could have been a
1: vault rat dude
0: dude he literally told me like oh yeah that's the fallout show and in the middle of set i just went what are you serious <laughs> he was like yeah i was cool. like dude i fucking love the games he's like I oh yeah love like fallout he's like yeah i just bought fallout 4 i never played it i thought i would try it dude when that game came out i took two days off work no fallout 4 is good the story gets a little weird the story gets the story's not great you think fallout 4 is good i think it's a really fun game i think in terms of storytelling rpg it falls pretty flat
1: i feel like it's the worst of the fallouts
0: of of the contemporary ones probably yeah which is kind of crazy the the Bar Harbor DLC was really good. They call it Far Harbor, but it's actually based off of uh, Bar Harbor Island off the eastern coast mm. of Maine. That was pretty cool, and that actually had a really good story. Good old um, Bar Harbor, right? Dude, F- Fallout 3, man. 2008, Liam Neeson is your dad. He escapes from the vault. You got to go find him. <laughs> Such a good game. So that was on think It so like, was like dollars Yeah. It was taking him refer- you gotta go find Liam Neeson. <laughs> Where's my Where's dad? my dad? <laughs> <laughs> 10. Out and then of 10. Fallout 4 becomes taken. Where's my son? Where's my son? He was a little bit. you my dog
1: and my son. Yeah.
0: Spoiler alert, you're finding your son. He's like 70 years old. Like dad, I was taken a long time ago, dude. Dude, look at the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were in cryo sleep, dude. Is that not the first thing you did? They, uh, hey four did some stuff right new vegas is untouchable that's just like perfect rpg you get shot in the head doc mitchell wakes you up he's like all right you want penis of vagina and you make your character <laughs> and then you could just go in any direction and murder anyone you want you could do anything you want it's the well, perfect take rpg slamming soundtrack can't beat it great dlcs
3: Speaking of slamming, you know, what we also need
1: to do uh, a month of hmm? is a uh, Slamming Salmon movies. <laughs>
0: what is it? Uh, Sorry, the bro- uh, broken Lizard movies. Broken starting Lizard. Yeah. Slamming salmon. Yeah. I, I haven't seen Super Troopers 2. I've seen we need to and pieces do... of Slamming Salmon. We got to do like a double
1: feature of the Super Troopers.
0: I've, I've seen the first one like 30 times. I fucking love that S- movie. So good. It's yeah. That was one of those movies. It was be on Comedy Central all the time, and I would stop whatever I was doing. Yeah, for me that was <laughs> that was Dodgeball on
1: FX. <laughs> that movie came on like I swear to fucking god, like at least every other day, if not every day. So like I would come home after school, and I would just watch Dodgeball. So like, unironically, Dodgeball is the number one movie I I yeah. probably. Seen the most in my entire life. Maybe it could have been a kid's movie back in the day, like Toy Story <laughs> or like Lion King, because I watched the book out of those when I was little. Oh my but god. Like, other than that, I'm pretty sure it's Dodgeball. Dude, that's hilarious. Dodgeball is the number one movie in Rob's brain. Right, <laughs> so rent free.
3: 10 out of 10. Dude, I it had think an Oscar he... in my mind.
0: My it's number the most one movie. quotable movie. It's, it's very cool. It's a fun movie. For sure. I think my number one is between Jumanji with Robin Williams. Ooh. And then, honestly, probably Kill Bill or Pulp Fiction. I don't know which one I've seen more. Probably Pulp Fiction. We used to watch that all the time. Like, at least once a month at my friend Will's house when we were in high school. Damn. It was a good time. I don't know. Like, his brother had it on DVD. We we're like, yo, you gotta see this movie.
2: I'm like, all right. They were all just
0: like blown
3: away. That's yeah, a good one.
0: Dude, that and Ninja Scroll. You ever seen Ninja Scroll?
3: I don't think so.
0: I thought you were going to say fucking surface. With Surfeasio Jin, Jin the Ronin Samurai? Ninja Scroll? He's got to fight through the uh, seven devils of Kimon. No. Holy crap, know. dude. We got to watch this one night. It came out in 1993. They, they did a 26 episode anime after, but it was never as good. Yeah, when this... it came to anime, I only like I started with with DBZ because like that made
1: its way over to the US when I was like pretty young. And that was like I was the target demographic, like without a doubt, like to the T. And so like, I fucking love DBZ. And like that was like really the only anime I watched for, for a while. And then like I, I did um, like Rurouni Kenshin on Toonami. Uh, I think that's really it when I was like little. And I didn't really get into anime until, like, when I grew up. And even then, like, I namely stick to, like, the, the big popular ones, unfortunately. Dude, we...
0: The, this so movie holds up so comics. well. It's super violent. Oh, I call them Jin. It's Jubei. I'm mixing Jin up with the other samurai from Ghost of Tsushima. He's, he's yeah. like, this <laughs> ronin samurai um he used to like fight under the shogun i guess he you know like a knight of the government essentially right and his um he had to betray his old partner because he was going to stage a coup or whatever it is and he finds out his partner's still alive and he and these other six guys are known as like the seven devils of kimon and they all have like supernatural powers and he finds out they're alive and he, he just gets like mixed up in their bullshit and he like has to kill them all. It's, it's such a good movie. And it's very violent. I feel like we could do a whole episode on, on anime. We, <laughs> we should, man. <laughs> There's some good... Kids these days don't know about Ninja they, Scroll. And they it's don't insane. understand. Everyone's watching all these stupid sports animes and My Hero Academia. Jubei <laughs> Megami suffered. You understand? He suffered.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Sports, fucking you, fucking high Q nerds. Kagero, Jesus, <laughs> how are you both a jock and a nerd at the same time with your fucking sports anime, Get dude? His love interest
0: is, is like this lady ninja named Kagero. Dude, Will and I still like randomly would be like Kagero,
2: Kagero. Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: such a good movie. And then the anime was dog shit, dog shit. It was the sequel nobody deserved. <laughs> Incredible, good times. What yeah, I, we'll, really, we'll watch them one night. We'll talk about it.
1: What I what I truly am bummed out about is that you never got into Naruto, because some of like the fights in Naruto are just like unmatched. They're yeah. they're
0: so good. I wouldn't mind doing a director's cut of just fights, because I watched yeah just like, I watched, like run, like, run through all fifty like, episodes. Fights. I was just I was a One Piece. I was a One Piece boy, you know. Yeah, I was a, a, a DBZ man.
1: I, I kind of did it like the I did it like backwards. So I never got into Naruto because the my only like understanding of Naruto was he was this little annoying kid in an orange jumpsuit jumpsuit that screamed. Believe it. Yeah, like every other word yeah. of a sentence. But like that apparently was what I ended up finding out, like when I was much older was that was like really hammed up in the, the English dub. Because like this old like white not old but this like older like white lady is the voice of Naruto American version Naruto like I know it's a Japanese woman and yeah Japanese anyway but and so it's just like she and I don't know if I was like her choice or like whatever but like the amount of times she believe it believe it And I was just like oh this is so fucking frustrating I, but, like, you it's know so that, annoying.
0: that's that's true of a lot of animes I guess Sophie and uh, Ash Ketchum and deku it's all very high-pitched usually a female voice actress behind it and they're usually they're shown in protagonists like they're gonna be fucking annoying kids yeah i i, I guess like just want to the,
1: do their best only, you know my only like understanding of anime up till that point was like dbd dbd dbz jesus and uh Kenshin*. <laughs> tension
0: so it was like they don't really have those tropes as much Dude, you know what's crazy? I've never seen the Roroni Kenshin anime, but I, I read all the manga. Really? I'm super excited that they're remaking yeah. the anime. It, um, it looks good. I don't know if I prefer the art style, though. Like, it almost look like it makes,
1: it makes him look too soft, if that makes sense.
0: He, he was always a soft guy. It's funny, like, in the Samurai X uh, prequels, I'd love to watch those. He, he's a pretty soft and gentle guy. So I think well, that, that's that's pretty appropriate. Because he has a dark side too. That's the thing about Raroni Kenshin. Like you see both sides. He's like the the former, like legendary assassin samurai. Yeah. You know, he's just he's wandering. I'm I'm trying to fill in. Everyone who doesn't know Raroni Kenshin, fill you in real quick. And now he just wanders the countryside as like a guy just trying to do good and gets mixed up with some bullshit, of course.
1: He's just like a, a Ronin.
0: Yeah. And the whole gimmick is that he fights with a reverse blade sword. The blunt edge is what he hits people with because he doesn't want to kill any more people.
1: Yeah, so it's like the backside of the blade is the the is the charm. Yeah. I guess I'm looking at it now. I guess he always did look pretty soft. I guess I I remember him looking more like, I guess less androgynous. Maybe that's the word. But, yeah, like he just seems to like soft and supple like in this remake and it's like he needs to like oh He looks like a Probably shonen protagonist. A yeah. Yeah, but I guess yeah, looking at it I guess I just I misremembered. I always thought he just looked a little more like menacing
0: Well, that's the thing when he gets a serious face on then it's yeah, going Yeah, that's down. you
1: know. It, yeah, shit's about to go down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so like in in the anime
1: for Rurouni Kenshin and in uh Dragon Ball Z like there's really like you don't run into like that like your typical like shonen protagonist like bullshit in those and so like and then like naruto comes you know to the states and it's just like oh my god this is so insufferable and And i didn't i didn't give it a shot until i was like basically out of high school is when i finally hunkered down and actually watched naruto
0: Mm. ronin kenshin's cool because kenshin himself has a lot of layers but he does have like the staple characters like i'm the i'm the gruff tough guy (laughs) <laughs> yeah. One of these days, you and I are gonna fight. I'm gonna win. And he's got the kid who's like, "Man, I, I'm gonna be a samurai too." And the girl's yeah. like, "Kenshin, you
2: you can't do that. Uh, yeah, be careful. <laughs> you fool. You told me you never fight again." <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, those characters are still. And the old man was like,
1: "Oh boy." Yeah, but like, it's not. It's not to the point where it's like your Deku's <laughs> or like your fucking uh, your Zenitsu or or uh, fucking what's his name uh the boar guy or like oh fucking dude,
0: he's a, he's insufferable in english and in japanese <laughs> yeah, yeah he's worse <laughs> in english
1: because he like he he sounds fucking stupid <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: oh whoa, it's like why do you sound like this dude i feel like that voice actor is fucking nailing it honestly no fuck him how he dare you I, I love him Oh, I hate it. What's his name? Uh, what's that character's name? Boarhead. I fucking keep forgetting. Hang fucking, on, Boarhead uh, English dub actor.
1: He must look like a fucking asshole. He's got to be
0: Bryce Pappenbrook. No, dude, I saw him at New York <laughs> Comic Con. He did this thing. They were um, he was signing <laughs> fucking... um, Pops Enoske. Of course, Inosuke. Inosuke. He was Inosuke. signing Pops okay. of Inosuke. And he did like this whole thing, like doing Inosuke's voice. It sounded great. You got to think the guy wears a pig mask over his face.
1: I know, but he's going to sound a little
0: nasal. The whole thing is the snout. He's going to sound a little nasally. But it's like it's like the flow of his voice, like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's also a fucking idiot. Like his character. I know, but like uh,
1: his the Japanese voice actor does not make him sound like a fucking paste eating. I
0: I don't think I don't think I don't know maybe it's because it's in japanese it just sounds cooler yeah maybe <laughs> i don't understand japanese yeah. intonation
1: i don't fucking know but he sounds uh, like a certified grade a fucking doofus
0: in i i think bryce pappenbrook is nailing the game <laughs> fucking hack get bryce Papenbrook out of my
1: anime you hear me bryce stay the fuck out
0: we gotta we gotta get him on as a, a guest speaker on the podcast. <laughs> I can play him. You, for could two just, hours. Yeah, you could just rip him to pieces. All right, thanks for coming. <laughs> you fucking
1: idiot. <laughs> Have a great day.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy. He seems cool. Yeah, he seems super nice. I mean, he's he got like great. the
1: nineties, like gelled up tips, but I'm sure he's I'm sure he's nice. He's <laughs> such a dick. I'm sure oh look, I'm sure he's fine. He's got the nineties gelled up tips. He's got like the Jared from <laughs> Subway hair, but I'm sure he himself doesn't share any ideals. I hope I hope that. I really hope not. I can't say for sure because I don't know him, you know. But like, I mean, I, he can
0: enjoy a five dollar footlong. Like, that's cool.
3: Yeah, that's fine.
0: It knows, dude. I'll tell you what. If he's at New York Comic Con next year, I'm getting him to sign some shit, and I'm, I'm it just for you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. <laughs> too bad. My thing. No, dude. I oh, dude. Knew if you know, me. Uh, I
1: imagine you getting like a cameo
0: from him. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: right. Merry <laughs> Christmas, uh, dude. If Bryce delete.
0: Papenbrook ever like moves on from the character and like goes on to I don't know, seek a different profession, you should audition, man, because you're fucking nailing it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh god,
2: man <Tangerine>, watch out,
0: <laughs> dude. The next time you're at Chipotle, you gotta order your burrito as a nose as Bryce Papenbrook's in fucking... nosegay.
3: <laughs> I know quack is it. extra. <laughs> of course i know i do the garlic guajillo beef
1: (laughs) oh so good if you haven't had it (laughs) there's no shot on the planet inosuke would know what guajillo steak is though
3: (laughs) what's guajillo steak (laughs) he's he's
0: uncultured swine uncultured unintended he was raised by a giant boar in the woods Guys, go watch, go watch Demon Slayer. Season three is coming out soon. It's gonna oh, be great. It's
1: so good. I need to read the manga and just fucking get it over with.
0: It's so good, man. I almost, I, I almost bought the entire collection. It was on sale on Amazon for, I think it was 130 bucks for all 23 volumes. <laughs> That's not. Almost bad. pulled the trigger, but I don't need, I don't need any more manga. I have 101 volumes of One Piece. Like I'm all, I'm all set.
1: I feel like if I were to buy a manga set it would be demon slayer
0: it was so good man i honestly i really want to reread it it's still on sale fuckers honestly i might yeah, just buy the last few bucks. volumes the final act of that manga was 10 out of 10 in my opinion i thought it was fantastic great ending yeah. there's an ending that yeah, an anime that sticks the landing they did it it ended perfectly it was beautiful i loved it i can't wait for you to see it I feel like that
1: doesn't happen often, so I feel like that's that's no. a good a good thing.
0: Yeah. Some of the Yeah, I, end need to, weird, I need to I need to fucking weird. get
3: over with. I'm probably not gonna probably not gonna buy the box set
1: as much as I really would like to.
0: No, I mean it's all online. Maybe yeah. It. Maybe I will someday,
1: but yeah, I, I think the box set would be a really cool one to to own.
0: Yeah, you know, as someone who owns a ton of manga, you like never reread it. You know, yeah. So rarely. I actually, when I moved to New York, I sold probably two hundred volumes of manga. I had every Jesus. anime. Just, I was obsessed with manga, and then, and when Borders went out of business, I went ham, and I just, I bought everything. Everything was on sale. I feel like I'm such a fucking nerd. Oh my god, I'm I feel such so a dork out of the loop. Dude. But I didn't
1: realize Borders went out of went out of business. Oh yeah, Am that I out of was, the loop.
0: That's like twelve years ago. It's a, that's how Fuck. you know. <laughs>
1: on uh influential
0: border borders was
1: did they get acquired by barnes and
3: noble i
1: don't remember
0: it was like walton book you remember walton books and then borders yeah i don't know maybe uh barnes and noble just crushed them you know barnes and noble you could sit grab a coffee and not buy anything and read everything how could you beat that business model
1: yeah, it's pretty unbeatable. I even saw like a, like a TikTok of like people or, you know, I guess it was, it was confirmed by a bunch of people that work at uh, Barnes and Nobles. It's like they're basically saying like if you come in, because like I guess they were addressing the fact that like people will come in and like grab a book and just like sit there and read. But like they act like they're doing something like taboo and like they shouldn't be doing it. And like they end up making it like a problem by behaving like that and they're like look like nobody gives a shit like if you come in and like you know go to the starbucks and grab a coffee and then just grab a book off the shelf sit there and read and then just leave without buying anything else that's totally fine like that's perfectly like we actually like seeing people do that like it's totally cool and it's like if you want book recommendations like come up and ask like just do your thing but like you know put the book back like whatever because like, like i guess people get like self-conscious or, like, they think, like, they're ripping them off. So, like, they'll grab a book off the shelf, like, read it, and they'll go, like, hide it somewhere so it doesn't look like they oh, right. were just, like, mooching off the free book. I'm like, no, just fucking put the book, like, we don't care. Like, grab the book, read it, chill for however long you want. Just fucking put the book back. Like, we don't care. So, like, apparently even they just really don't give a shit. Like, if you want to hey, go and just read
0: Some a, people a are good, free, you know, they just, they want to support business. They don't want to feel like they're stealing.
1: I yeah, think like, I, I get it. If
0: it was, like, a mom-and-pop shop. Yeah, you probably. You know? Not to say that Barnes & Noble is too big to fail. I don't know if, if they are. I don't know how well books are selling right now. Look, there's not many
1: companies in this capitalistic uh, economy that are going to get my, my sympathy.
0: I'm just going to Google, is Barnes & Noble okay? Let's see how <laughs> they're doing. Let's, let's ask them.
1: No one, no one ever asks, how is
0: Barnes & Noble?
1: Everyone's always like, what is Barnes & Noble?
2: But Damn, they're how appa- Apparently, Barnes
0: Noble. the business is way down. This is an article I found. Where the fuck is this? Oh, original.newsbreak.com. I don't know if that's uh, a reliable source. But I feel like business would be down. And the rent, like the overhead on those stores is just fucking massive. It must
1: be incredible.
3: I mean, they've been staying fairly steady for their, their revenue. Okay. Um, from 2015 to
1: 2019. I mean, they had like a very slow decline, but it went from 4.3 billion in 2015 down to 4.1 billion in 2016, 3.9 billion, 3.6 billion, 3.5 billion.
0: Okay, that's not In 2019. So, like. We're still in the billions.
1: Yeah, like they're losing a couple percent each year, (laughs) but like, yeah, they're still making billions of dollars a year.
0: Yeah, Yeah. good for them. I like like Barnes and Noble. I used to, when I worked at. menlo park mall there was a massive barnes and noble there i used to spend a lot of time there especially in high school that was like a place to meet up we'd all hang out Did y'all, have, y'all have books a million y'all have any of those books a million no. books a million what in the florida are you talking about
1: that was that was that was our jam we had uh there was this, like this like strip ball plaza that had a uh, movie theater it was a uh, regal 18 was the uh was the movie theater and then there was like a you know just other like a ross like what other bullshit and they had a uh, books a million and so the fucking play on friday night was like you'd go to the movies like everyone's kind of like hang out like out front you go watch a movie or whatever and then fucking you go and sit in books a million until your parents come to pick you up and it was you know, yeah it's it's fucking barnes and noble but like yeah you know it was, it was florida man's yeah. version yeah books a million you know they they did fucking pokemon tournaments there I'd buy my Pokemon cards and and play Pokemon there. That's
0: exciting. You ever have Wizards yeah. of the Coast, card store? A whole card store? No. Oh, dude, you missed out. Wizards of the Coast was nuts because they, they were they were actually magic. they were the company that were printing um the original Pokemon card packs. But they had tables. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, at least I, I'm pretty sure. Well, because um, Wizards does they do magic. They did mat- I th- I think they did Pokemon as well.
1: I didn't I didn't know that they printed Pokemon cards.
0: I'm going to look this up. Am I crazy? Yeah, fact checking. Yep. Really? August of 1998. That's pretty cool. And yeah, and they started printing them in 1999. Yeah, and they would have tables in the back and when I was um in oh, middle yeah, they, school, they were high school translating
1: and distributing Pokemon cards.
0: <laughs> Good for them, man. Very cool. Um, they would have tables in the back every Saturday, and they would just have like pickup games, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and it was the place to be. There was always like some really smelly forty-five-year-old guy, always, you know, <laughs> dueling the thirteen-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, and I would always get wrecked, but it was. A I cash my turn
1: to you, young man.
0: Yeah, exactly. And everyone stank. Oh my god. Yeah. But it was a fun time, yeah, especially in- if a new pack was coming out. That place was. Bumping on a Saturday, Bumping. yeah, and it closed.
1: When um, when y'all come and visit, there's a, there's a, it's like a, they kind of do everything. Like it's a, it's a card shop. It's a, like board game place. It's a, they fucking have like anime shit. Like they just kind of cover like all their bases. Like they have a, they have Warhammer or like other like tabletop RPG tables. So
2: That's you just cool. like come I, like
1: bring your pieces and like tell people to go play fucking like Warhammer or just like whatever like tabletop. Like miniature,
0: uh, games, dude. I, I never want to get into Warhammer because I will absolutely, uh, it's fall off the it. deep end. Yeah, uh, I fucking love dioramas, dude. When I was a kid, I used to make dioramas all the time. Um, but I, I love seeing those in shops. I'm always obsessed. I could stare at them for a good thirty minutes just.
1: I like, yeah, like whenever I go in there and people are playing, I'll, I'll sit there and like watch at least for a few minutes. Yeah, like, I will swoon like over the little
0: details and like, yeah, just look over every little scene that's unfolding on this like giant space warfare battlefield. It's, oh, it's yeah, so they're, cool. they're
1: super cool. But there's a they have a, a I think I showed you the, the burger place um, that, I was ta- that I was talking about just like the like just insane burgers that we have out here. Um, so they're in the same like shopping center. It's like a thirty second walk from each other. It's like whenever I go to that place for like burgers, like I, it's called Dragon's Lair, is the like the oh, car shop. Cool. It's Dragon's like, oh. Lair. Yeah, and so we'll uh, we'll eat, you know, grab burgers, and they'll walk over to Dragon's Lair. They have it like their entire back wall is all Funko Pops. Yeah, <laughs> so I could go in there and see if there's a pop I want. Then they have like they got manga, they got fucking anime shit.
0: They got yeah, board yeah, I would games. love to go. They got all. It's a really right cool fucking my alley. spot. Alex yeah. loves board games. We actually played a round of trouble when we were eating oh, dinner shit. earlier. Yeah, she won, which is That's, bullshit. She won. Fuck it, <laughs> she did. <cheated. laughs> we had to look up the rules. I had my phone Troubles right next to me every, 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 like, minute. I'm like, hang on, can you do that? How many? Wait, hold on.
2: Is that is that allowed? Are you, are
0: you sure? I can't just oh, <laughs> go right into the end zone.
1: <laughs> Troubles. Yeah, yeah Trouble's great, a good man. time. I got gifted a, a board game for Christmas, like, years ago, but it's like, it's like one of those like proper board games where like you need like at least a couple hours and like four or five people. And I have half of that equation. Mm-hmm. Um, and
3: I just I've never gotten a chance to like play it. But it's I think it's called it's like Dead Winter or some shit like that. Okay. A dead Winter board game. I think so. Dead of Winter is what it's called. Dead of Winter. It's a... uh It's a meta-cooperative psychological
1: survivor game. This means players are working together toward one common victory condition, but for each individual player to achieve victory, they must also complete their personal secret objective, which could relate to a psychological tick that's fairly harmless to most others in the colony, a dangerous obsession that could put the main objective at risk, a desire for sabotage of the main mission, or, worst of all, vengeance against the colony. Games can end with uh, with all players winning, some winning and some losing or all players losing work towards the group's goal, but don't get walked all over by a loudmouth Who's looking out only for their own interests.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds it sounds cool.
1: Man. Yeah. And I got, I got gifted it and it's just, it's still in the fucking cling wrap and I just, I've never gotten a chance to play it, but it's got good like reviews. So it's Dude, when good we come
0: out, let's play around. Let's
1: fucking do it. Let's try it. That sounds great.
0: What about, uh, yeah. what about that miles Morales hot toy? is that still in the cling wrap too it is and i fucking it,
1: it, why, why yes do you let so yes miles no. breathe so <laughs> <laughs> so i took the like the outer like sleeve off so it's it's on the desk in my room so i see it every morning so like i i made sure that okay. i could like see it it's not out of the box yet um i honestly i need like shelving to like hang up so i can like you know hang stuff
2: up yeah okay
1: but i'm i'm thinking about a couch. little more at peace yeah, like, oh, it's, it's definitely on display, so I can see it. It just hasn't been taken out of the box yet. Oh, that's cool. Because, like, I want to put it up on, like, something that is, like, a, a piece that can be seen, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I'm thinking above my couch, which is, like, directly behind me. Like, I want to get, like, a shelf there. Because I, I have a whole bunch of pops. I got a whole bunch of DC and Marvel pops. I have Stanley with the Infinity Gauntlet. That's cool. So I got a whole bunch of pops that I want to display. I want to get that. And then I have all of that Marvel artwork that I still need to hang up.
0: I just <laughs> haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. I really need to, though. But One thing at a time. It'll be worth, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll take uh, an hour or two. You go out, you buy the shelf, hang it up, and you get yeah, to enjoy it.
1: It'll, it'll be fucking cool. It'll I, need, be I, just,
0: I need to find, like a, like, a wall-mounted shelf
1: of some kind because I don't have any room to, like, put a shelf, like, like a floor-standing shelf. Like, I don't have any room for that yeah. in here.
0: It's easy so enough, man. You find... can even, even at Home Depot, they sell the individual shelves and in the individual brackets you decide what looks nice and then i'm assuming you got drywall get some drywall anchors make sure you have drywall first and not like plaster i'm, but I'm pretty sure it's drywall. all that yeah. stuff's super cheap do you have a drill gun i don't okay
1: my mom might so i might be able to snap right. that from her maybe i'll go to home depot like tomorrow and just like see what see what they got
0: yeah you can actually you can find some not so expensive uh, alternatives that's what i did in our last apartment it's mm-hmm. a bunch of individual shelves and in brackets i'm just you know what you gotta get this background going so we could video record these episodes
2: yeah we'll we can both be dope a wall behind
0: me
3: yeah
1: <laughs> i realized it was like a couple of weeks ago i was like looking around i was like this place kind of feels like a prison it looks like, like, it like, a, it looks like a prison <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's like this sterile bright light off-white walls and like that's it I'm like damn
0: yeah all right so make, like, make all it this look cool at- shit.
1: Yeah, I need to, I just need to find the time to hang this shit up.
0: You got this. It's going to be great. It'll be great. Um, it'll, be, it'll be great. Yeah, so, dude, I, I would love to, I mean, no pressure, but I would love to uh, video record this next week so we put it on YouTube for all of our, our viewers. Some, some, some TikTok clips. Yeah, oh, yeah. For everyone well, who wants uh, to look at our beautiful faces while we <laughs> talk. Uh, we also we don't a have salty. a theme for next week. Maybe we'll talk. We'll see. We'll see if anything comes to mind. I'll
2: figure something uh, any, out.
0: Any theme feels right. Yeah. By the time everyone hears it, we'll have a theme. Just not Nazi week. Any- no. We're like running not out of Nazi content week. with that, honestly. We talked about Dead Snow. We talked about Kanye. There's not much else to talk about.
1: The really unfortunate thing is there actually is a lot of interesting history behind yeah. Like. <laughs> Nazis. Like, unironically, we we definitely could, but that's definitely not
0: a topic I want to. No, I'm completely kidding. That's not going to be a thing we do. History Um, is cool. Nazis aren't.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If we're gonna, if we're gonna leave you with any
0: anything, just
2: yeah. If you take anything
1: away from this episode, Nazis suck, but history is pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. History can also suck depending on you know what side of the sword you were on at the time. For sure. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, for example, we, we as people know
1: the, the symptoms and the progression uh, and the effects of hypothermia mm. because of the Nazis. Like, they purposely <sighs> expose people to lethal hypothermia just to
0: catalog and watch what happens. Yeah, it's pretty, so pretty like, fucking shitty. It's horrific. But I mean, we could have we, we could have all found out on our own the hard way. You know, we're outside and we're wet and we're cold <laughs> and our, our, we're so cold. Our extremities are burning and then we don't feel them. Like, we'll we'll learn about yeah. it. We'll learn real quick. Yeah,
1: There's a there is a a term called uh, it's like paradoxical undressing, I think, or paradoxical stripping or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that happens when you're like right on the cusp of like the point of no return of like hypothermia like dying of hypothermia uh that your body dilates all of the blood vessels to like try and get like a last little bit of warmth uh so it's like the same thing when you drink alcohol like you feel warm it's because you're it dilates your blood vessels Mm -hmm. so blood flow increases which makes you feel warm even though you're not actually getting more warm um which then causes you to get colder faster because of the dilated blood vessels. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that happens. So we're like, right when you're on, like when you're severely hypothermic, um, that's what your body does is like a last ditch effort to like salvage some warmth. It'll dilate all your blood vessels. And so people uh, report being like, they feel hot. So they start undressing and like, they're not thinking cause they're severely hypothermic and loopy. And so they start undressing cause they're like, Oh, I'm fucking
0: hot. Yeah. And so they take off all their clothes and then they freeze to death even faster. And so it's you're, you're like it's 60 yards away from like the summit of Everest. So you're like,
3: man, I'm literally. Up.
1: Yeah. So like people that have like died in like blizzards, like due to hypothermia, they're not frequently or I don't know if it, it might be frequently, but they're found like undressed like away from their clothes. So like they strip naked and they walk away because they're like, I'm hot. I need to go not be so hot. And they mm-hmm. undress and yeah
0: so brutal absolutely brutal brutal. fuck nazis is i love the cold i I want to move to texas yeah no Fuck, fuck this dude (laughs) come to texas dude it'll be great except for when it gets cold in texas your entire state shuts down
1: but that's only that's only (laughs) if we get ice storms which so far knock on wood we haven't gotten this year um but it's all like manageable you know like when you're in like the the like the 30s and 20s Like you can deal with it. You know, it's not like it's not like Canada cold or it's not like Midwest Great Lakes cold. And it's only for like two months out of the year. That's no big deal. It's cold for two months, hot as fuck for like four. And then it's nice the rest of the year.
0: So, dude, I felt so bad last night. They wanted to film a red carpet scene for summer season. So no one was allowed to wear coats in the scene like oh well wardrobe will take your coat and they'll give it to you when we cut but this poor girl who was just an extra like broad open toed shoes Ooh. and like once the sun i mean it was in the 40s yesterday in new york but once the sun went down it's in the 30s and it is windy as hell and this poor girl i felt so bad for her and i was like uh you, sh- you should have no. thought ahead i'm sorry like i'm sure the shoes are cute but i would have worn like bright green like chroma key green
1: like socks,
0: <laughs> uh, you know there there had to have Fucking been a cute <laughs> closed-toed shoe you could have worn, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, you you gotta dress like you're you're going on an expedition when you're working outside in the winter. I've done it oh, many yeah, times. Yeah, will wear sure. like there's a lot of people on set wearing like ski pants. You know, it's just like accepted.
2: Yeah,
0: if you're gonna be outside for 14 hours a day. Yeah, that's just, just poor planning. You gotta on be part. prepared.
1: Yeah. Like I feel bad, but that's that's just a gross oversight
0: of New York winter. Dude, I mean, dude, I've done it before. I was once on the side of the blacklist in 2015. Brutal winter. It was November. I'll never fucking forget it. It was November. I think it was a Wednesday. It was literally like 10 degrees outside. It was like unseat like record breaking cold that day. And I wore Converse sneakers to set. I didn't know I was working outside. And I literally within the first hour of the day, I was like, I'm gonna have to tell him I have to leave because I thought I was gonna have frostbite on my toes. They hurt so <laughs> dude, I was in physical pain. Like hurt so walk. I'll never forget. I got lucky that I was able to like seek Nursing refuge inside. <laughs> yeah, and then the next couple scenes were inside, so I survived. Oof. But I also like I had like sweaty feet i have clammy feet so mm. just like i i always bring extra socks anytime i'm working outside Just like fresh dry socks and like the toes are the worst it's like always the chink in your armor yeah you don't and, want you don't want trench foot dude oh gotta no. <laughs> he needs clean toes. dry socks dude yeah oh god no clean clean dry socks and toe warmers dude you're working outside go uh, go buy a box go to bj's and buy a pack of 120 seriously i was i was gonna gonna say like could you get those little like the little hand warmers ones that you like squeeze you like pop in your hand and Mm -hmm. they like heat up like just slip some of those in your shoes well yeah they make them so that it's a it's a sticky little pad and you put Mm -hmm. that pad at the bottom people say put it on the top you don't put it on the top because heat rises you put it on the bottom it's a very thin little pad and it'll heat up for you know two three hours keep you nice and warm it's a pro mover. Right necessary. There. Oh my god! Yeah, I literally bought uh, a giant family pack uh, <laughs> two years ago when I was working outside. Had to do it. man. <laughs> I'm serious. Working the outside. The party size. Dude, the, the party size bag of a. Uh... Somehow, even in New York in April and May, it, it'll drop down into the 30s at night. All the, and like you're outside all day. It just wears on you, man. Makes you exhausted. Yeah. Fuck all that. I believe dude. it. I'm done with that. Everyone in the mothers a got a movie. Canada goose jacket on, too. <laughs> I'm a not a thousand dollars on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
1: think of all the all the the geese that that die to, to make that that jacket for you.
0: Dude, I saw this great meme the other day. It was a goose pointing a gun at some guy's head and the guys were in a parka. It was like, what's in the jacket?
2: Tell me what's <laughs> in the jacket.
0: Goose down. So dumb. Uh, anyway. Why don't we, uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll, we'll get wrap some shelves and, uh, we'll get ready to chit and chat. So friends, I w- we're going to, uh, keep it consistent. I'm sorry. Things got messed up with the holidays and my 3d, uh, headache last week, but <laughs> next week, episodes on Sundays. Yeah. There we'll was, a lot going you, on You
1: know, life stuff happened and then Christmas happened and then Jumpy's birthday happened. And then I got fucking sick. You yeah. saw a oh uh, fucking a movie that fucked your brain. So, yeah, I, I somehow, just somehow I spent on the,
0: on. an entire day with my grandma while she had COVID unknowingly and somehow came out without COVID. I don't, yeah, I don't even know how that worked. Yeah, that you dodged a fucking I don't know. I was literally half. like the next day, I had like a headache. I'm like, oh, this is it. This here we go. My week's ruined, but <laughs> <laughs> gotta call out of work. This is gonna be fun. We <laughs> trip number seven. No, I was fine. I tested negative three times. Thank God. And then I got a PCR test for work a few days later, negative. Like, all right, fucking hell
1: yeah that's your that's your your fucking rubber stamp of approval right there the negative pcr yeah i mean three negative
0: rapids too that's gotta be that's it's not like i, I mean I even then I like, All would, All right.
1: i'd still be a little sketched because like even if it's like just like doesn't even have to be like wrong like falsely negative like it could just be like too early like you just might not be shedding enough virus to to pick up mm like jazz like she was taking uh like when it fucked up her trip with melina she she said on her worst day of symptoms when she tested she tested negative oh my god really so it's like yeah
0: jeez louise
1: so it's just like you know it's it can be a little hit or miss you know like they're they're not they're not used for diagnostic purposes. like they're not diagnostic results so like at the end of the day you could be covid positive and take a negative rapid
0: yeah all right yeah that's a good point
1: yeah, but PCIs are definitely that's your that's
0: your fucking gold standard. I'm about to get, go get another booster too. Why not? If boost you can, yeah, go for it. Why I went and got fucking boost, man?
1: I got vaxxed and flued on Thursday. Ooh. My arms were still sore. I'm fucking juiced.
0: <laughs> so we're we're chilling. Walking around like Dave Bautista out here. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Dave Bautista. Juice. It's the spits. dave's Spookier uh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Bautista. <laughs> um. So
1: to 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 touch base on, because I know we wanted to kind of like at the end of each episode, like mention because we do movie night every Thursday, mm-hmm. and I know we wanted to mention like this is what we watch this week. Yeah, your nay, good, bad, whatever. Um. But we're behind on a lot of movies. Uh. From to, to mention of the podcast, so we did we did Smile very mediocre mm-hmm. um borderline no one even take to see it um i thought it was a pretty lame horror movie uh about as middle of the road as you're gonna get
0: all right skip it
1: you know whatever not too great um last this this, this, this thursday was after that we did violent violent Night was great loved it, Staple it didn't Christmas take itself movie. too seriously yeah it's that's a that's a yearly rewatch movie for sure it's it's got john leguizamo david harbour as your as your main pro and antagonist
0: and gratuitous
1: um, violence gratuitous violence you get a badass backstory for santa claus fucking cool as shit i want a whole movie literally yeah. just his, oh his my origin God. story yeah was so cool but like it absolutely knew what it was and wasn't taking itself too seriously and it was just it was so fun it was so good it was so violent spectacular 10 out of 10 definitely recommend um what else did we do after violent night we did
2: uh,
3: glass
1: glass onion. onion we did glass onion also very good i enjoy glass onion i do think knives out was better glass onions Glass onion singular was a, a good time i enjoyed it okay Had dave bautista edward norton
0: <laughs> i missed it yeah i, I really want to watch it
1: yeah it was good oh, it was i might a good do time. that this weekend. on netflix yeah um, and then we did um, what did we just do
0: on Thursday. The menu, with the menu, there we and go. Anya Taylor Joy.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It's it's very uh, heavily satirical. So I think that you need to know that going going in. You think so? What having having to know that going in?
0: No, that the movie was satirical.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like the overglorification of like fancy food and like. Yeah, chef like that, like that whole like shtick, like it very much was like satire of like foodies and like chef culture. Yeah, it was like dialed up to 11 and like, I don't know if I knew that exactly going into it. So like it felt like it's like, All right, I get it. Like, you know, (laughs) I was just like, it was really heavy handed, but it is satire. So like, I feel like as long as you know that going in and like, you can't take the movie too seriously. Like, I don't think the movie really does take itself too seriously. But you definitely can't. Like you have to go in knowing that this is a, it's a horror comedy. So
0: yeah, the seriousness starts to kind of fade away and dissipate a little bit in, in the third act, which I which I kind of enjoyed.
1: Yeah. Then you're like, OK, this shit is just OK. It's like it's more it's more like abs- absurdist humor than it is like. Like it's not a comedy, yes. but it's definitely got some really absurdist humor. Yeah, it's it's got some like good purposely
0: purposely put in. But yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was it was really good. I so, dude, I, I loved it. It was not I honestly expected it to be a kind of melodramatic like another uh dinner where you know people are trapped. Yeah. And they're going to die, but it was it was just so much better than I would have expected. Yeah. And Ralph, Ralph Fines kills it as always every time. Again, brings us full circle on Ralph Fines. You can't go he's, wrong.
1: He's so good. So, yeah, skip smile, Uh, see Glass Onion, see the menu and absolutely see violent Night.
0: Yeah. And then what We're are we doing? What knows. are we doing next week? We'll talk about it. Maybe World War. Yeah, II. I
1: don't know. Hey, maybe we might kick off. <laughs> maybe we might kick it off. I don't know if anyone has proposed any other ideas as of yet.
0: I really so. wanted to see the Northmen and the last duel. I, th- I feel like those are the two movies in 2022 that I missed.
1: I did not love the uh the Northman.
0: Okay. Oh the last duel was twenty twenty one really.
1: Which one was that one?
0: It's uh Adam Driver and Jody Comer, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. Um, like a m- medieval duel has to take place. That's all I know. I've seen the trailer. It looked uh looked okay.
3: Oh, it looks vaguely familiar. Let's see, seven point four on
0: IMDb. That's Seems not like it's solid.
3: IMDb scores
1: tend to be a little low from my experience. Okay. So seven, seven's
0: fairly decent. Seven four, Rotten Tomatoes, eighty five percent.
2: What about the
0: viewer rating? Eighty one percent. Not bad. Okay. I'm in, I'm interested. It was one of those movies where I saw it and I was like, oh fuck, this looks interesting, and I just didn't get around to it.
1: Yeah, what's this? Jean, Jean, Jean de, I don't know how French names work, is a respected knight known for his bravery and skill on the battlefield. Jacques Legri is a squire whose intelligence and eloquence makes him one of the most ad, uh, admired nobles in court. When Legri viciously assaults Kaurog's wife, she sets forward to accuse her attacker and act of bravery and defiance and puts her life in jeopardy. The ensuring trial by combat or grueling duel to the death places the fate of all three in God's hands. So that's Matt Damon is Carogue, Kar- however you say his name, and Adam Driver is Jacques Legris. Could be I mean, pretty good. I mean cool. it's, it's a I'd good cast.
2: It. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm I'm about it.
0: All right, we'll, we'll talk about it. Cool. Last duel. All right, friends, thank you so much uh, for listening and uh, sticking around. We'll see you next weekend.
1: For back, a little more. Back to our song. back to our normal schedule. Back, Back to, to our regularly scheduled programming. Your weekly dose of sodium. Oh, great news! We are officially published on Apple Podcasts.
0: Yes, so you can now listen to us on Apple on your iPhone, your iPad, your app, your your watch, your Apple Watch.
1: You just you just hold your your wrist up to your ear like you are a fucking spy kid and <laughs> just listen to us for two hours. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. It'll be. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be great. Set, set phasers to uh salt because we're available on your Apple Watch now. <laughs> All right.
0: Peace out, everybody.